The following program is paid for and presented by John DeMassey. The opinions expressed are not those of Town Square Media or station advertisers. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 presents Talk with a Purpose. Join the conversation by calling 609-407-1450. Now, the host of Talk with a Purpose, John DeMassey. You know, I don't really know what to talk about today here on the show. I mean, nothing's happened this week, has it? <laughs> I mean, you think we're going to have... Listen, we could probably do a six-hour show today with everything that's happened. Good to have you with us, as always, for our Saturday morning get-together. It is called Talk with a Purpose. Every Saturday, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. And I'm John DeMassey. And as always, the number here in the studio, 609-407-1450. We are pleased to have with us in our 10 o'clock hour, Don Guardian. Don is the, the assemblyman representing Atlantic County, and he's going to be coming on our show. Interesting, we've had him on the show before. He was the mayor of Atlantic City. He was a candidate for the mayor of Atlantic City. Then he was a candidate for the Assembly, and now he is the Assemblyman. So uh, he's been on our show in many different capacities, but we look forward to having him on uh, 10 o'clock this morning, Don Guardian, Atlantic County Assemblyman, here on Talk With a Purpose. Again, 609-407-1450, 609-407-1450. Normally, uh, I kind of gather information throughout the course of the week. Things happen, and I say, well, what do I want to talk about? And then on Friday, I usually lay out everything, and I say, well, I want to talk about this, and I want to talk about this. So I kind of have an outline, and a, not necessarily a script, but I have you know, topics that I want to cover, and we generally cover them. And sometimes the show veers into another area, but for the most part, I follow what I set out to do before the show, and I do that on Friday. Well, yesterday, I prepared for the show, and I had a couple of different topics, and then the uh, Roe v. Wade thing came in, and uh, I, I said, well, yeah, I'm going to talk about it, but I just decided overnight. Now, you know, you're laying in bed and you're thinking about things. And I'm laying in bed and I'm thinking, no, I, I got to do this. This is what I have to start the show with. And that is the issue of the Roe v. Wade being overturned yesterday by the Supreme Court. Five to four was the decision. And here's what I want to say. And I've always been honest with you. I mean, what I say here on the show, and sometimes I've changed my opinion, but I've always been honest and told you what I really feel. And whether it's popular or not, and just because typically uh, I'm a conservative, typically I'm a Republican, but not always. I mean, I've always had the philosophy that just because you're Republican doesn't mean you're you're foolproof. And just because you're a Democrat doesn't mean you're you're not good. So I've had some Democrats that I've endorsed here on the show, and I've had some Republicans who, quite frankly, I, I tell you, I don't really like their candidacy. So I have to be honest. And the honesty comes today with this Roe v. Wade decision. Now, in and of itself, the Supreme Court said it is not a constitutional right. That's all they said. It doesn't mean... It's an end to abortion. But here's what it does mean. And this is my take. This is my honesty coming out. Are we still a free country? And let me tell you what I mean by that. 
For example, if you watch the news yesterday, and I mean, it was all over every news channel. I mean, the local news channels had reporters in Washington and they had reporters in Trenton, and they went through all this rigmarole because of the Roe v. Wade decision. But what I saw, and what I saw that was disturbing, was the states that have either already banned abortion or will. 26 states. But that wasn't the most disturbing to me. The most disturbing was, and this is a report, not definite, it's just what they're reporting, that some states will make it a crime for doctors to go out of state and perform an abortion. So in other words, if you're a doctor that's licensed in South Dakota, and you want to perform an abortion, and you go to California and perform an abortion, that's going to be illegal. And what about the other aspect that I heard, that states will make it illegal if a woman decides to go out of state and get an abortion? So my question is, as a result of Roe v. Wade, Are we a free country? Isn't this country based on you can? You can do or you can become anything you want. That's why all these people come here, don't they? That's why my grandparents came here. And that's why a lot of your relatives came here. Yes, you can. Yes, you can do this. So to me, what the states, not talking about the Supreme Court, because they've thrown it onto the states and they've said, you don't have a constitutional right for an abortion. Okay. But to me, if the states throw out this, well, you know, if you're a doctor and you're licensed in South Dakota and you perform an abortion in California, well, then, you know, that's a crime. Or if you're a woman and you live in South Dakota and you're going to go to New Jersey to get an abortion, then that's a crime. So if that becomes if that becomes the, the norm or if that becomes the situation, my question to you, and certainly we can discuss this and we can discuss this this hour and, and maybe in our third hour. Is this freedom? Is this the country that we were born in? I was born in this country and, and many of you were too. Is, is this our system? Is this our country? Or is it something else? I mean, many times here on the show, we've had callers call and say, what do we do about this? What do we do about that? I had a a listener, John, he's a very good listener, and he sent me an email, and it was about this uh, Juul nicotine inhaler or something that they've the FDA has banned this. And he said to me, what do you think of this? He said, they banned this Juul thing, and uh, but yet you can buy pot in New Jersey. <laughs> I said, yeah, yeah. He said, what does this tell you? I said, you know what? I don't really know what it tells us. But it just makes you question the, the sincerity of the country. And this country was founded on those principles that say, You can be anything you want. Where else, what other country can a Jeff Bezos start selling books out of his garage 
And now he's worth $200 billion or whatever he's worth. Who knows what he's worth? But he's worth a lot of money. So what? I tried to marry his wife when they got divorced. I missed that opportunity, you know. <laughs> I couldn't, couldn't find her, and somebody beat me to it. Eh, whatever. I, I digress for a moment. But you understand my point? That if, if they're telling, if the Supreme Court says, okay, you don't have a constitutional right, that's part one. But I'm concerned about parts two and three. Oh, you, you can't, you can't perform an abortion, Dr. Smith. You, you can't do that. And, and Miss Jones, if you want to get an abortion, and by the way, I'm not for abortion. And Seth is coming on in a few minutes. And, you know, if you get on his email list, you, you get some things during the week that, I mean, will just blow your mind as to some of the things he points out. For example, in this week's email, Seth reminded us that the average amount of abortions in New Jersey in a year. You ready for this one? You ready for this number? 48,000 abortions in a year in the state of New Jersey alone. So I'm not for abortions. And yes, it becomes a, well, we didn't have birth control. There's no excuse for that in this day and age. There's too many birth control methods. There's too much out there that you don't need to go that route. So I'm, I'm not necessarily here saying, oh, we, we got to allow abortions. No, what I'm saying is what happened to freedom? What happened to rights? And here in New Jersey, you know, we have a governor who didn't really care too much about rights when he said, oh, you can't go to church. I mean, weren't we founded on religious freedom? Wasn't that one of the things? So, you know, I look at this thing and I look at Roe v. Wade and the overturning of it. And I just really am concerned about what happens next. Because you notice in this country, we have these pendulum swings. We go one way, then we go another. The middle ground, the middle ground. Abortion should be the very, very last resort if you have to do that. But on the other hand, a woman shouldn't feel like she's criminalized if she decides to go out of her state, which doesn't allow an abortion, to go to a state like New Jersey, which does. Be happy to hear your thoughts. 609-407-1450. It is Talk with a Purpose every Saturday, 9 till noon, WPG, Talk Radio 95.5. And I'm John DeMassey. Let's bring in Seth Grossman. Seth, always good stuff that you put out during the week. People should get on your email list. Well, that's it. And and to get on that list, you can either email me or go to libertyandprosperity.com. And we have a a sign-up sheet where you put your email address in and we'll send you the weekly updates. And uh, we have about uh, 11, we sent them out to about 4,000 people signed up and about 1,100 regularly open up our uh, emails each week. So uh, there is a lot of good stuff there. And most of the content that we put in our emails comes out of the breakfast discussions that we have every Saturday morning in Summers Point at Sal's, uh, you know, it's Sal's Coal Fire Pizza, but they have a breakfast place also. 
uh, and it's at Groveland Avenue in New Road in Summers Point. And if you can't get there, uh, just go to our website and look at the event section. You could uh, watch us on Zoom and participate in the meeting by Zoom. We started doing that last week, and it's, it's very important. Uh, and we got a lot of people. But to, to, uh, the best way to, to, to respond to your opening comments is that every meeting of libertyandprosperity.com, every breakfast discussions, every Saturday morning starts when we recite the key words of our Declaration of Independence. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that we're all created equal, and endowed by our Creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And what that basically means is that America was not founded as a democracy where the majority has the right to tell everybody else what to do. We are a country where each of us is free to make the most important decisions affecting our own lives and basically are free to do whatever we want as long as we are not hurting somebody else or taking away the rights of somebody else. Uh, and that's the um, – and of course, liberty – Freedom to do that has responsibility. It means if you have the absolute right to make bad decisions, you have the responsibility to accept the consequences of your bad decisions. And that's what made America different from really any other country in the world. And too often, people who make bad decisions, they say, yeah, I'm free to make bad decisions, but then they blame everybody else for their failure. So that's, you know, the key to America. And, uh, and that, that brings us to the abortion issue. What makes abortion such a difficult issue is because, sure, a woman has the right to do what she wants with her own body, uh, just like we all basically do. And that's why you know, the laws against marijuana and, and, and certain drugs and contraceptions ha- had to be knocked out because the government shouldn't be telling you know, people what to do if they don't affect somebody else. But what happened with the the, the pro-life movement, and and it's interesting, uh, for the first time ever, we saw Ethel Hermanow, who often calls your program and who often uh, has been having activities, uh, she's been going around for the past 13 years talking about, you know, the the excesses or overreaching of abortion, but yet the press of Atlantic City never printed one word about her or, you know, anybody else. And so now she's on the front page of today's press of Atlantic City. But anyway, uh, Ethel Hermnell was pointing out, as, as, as you said, uh, abortion was supposed to be for those very few difficult cases of rape and incest where the life of the mother's in danger, where there's a birth defect. Those very painful, hard, personal decisions that the government should not be interfering with uh, people with, with a woman with. But when you have 46,000 abortions, uh, that show a year in New Jersey alone, or I think it, it started out 48,000, you know, they're a little bit less uh, during the past few years. Uh, you know, there's, there's overreaching, and Ethel Hermanow and the others were very um, good going around the state persuading people to look at those things. We also have the ultrasound technology. I mean, how many of us have relatives that as soon as uh, – you know, uh, my, my daughter got pregnant. The first thing they do, they look at the ultrasound, and you see what a, you know, what a, what a 12-week-old, uh, you know, baby looks like. You know, then suddenly it changed the whole perception of abortion. You have women getting married later in life when they're having difficulty having children, 
And when you have women in their 30s regretting their decision to have an abortion earlier. So, so that's, that's what Ethel Hermno and the pro-life movement really have been doing for the past 13 years to change the culture. But now you're right. Now, now where are we now? Where do we go from here? And, of course, we go back to the words of our Declaration of Independence that say we are all endowed with unalienable rights to make the most important decisions affecting our own uh, lives. And here I have to disagree with uh, uh, Justice, uh, uh, I guess, Clarence Thomas, who said there's no right to abortion uh, in our Constitution, but there is. And if you look at our Constitution, we have the Bill of Rights. And we have the First Amendment protects our right to free speech, religion, and assembly. We have the Second Amendment that gives us the right to bear arms. We have the Fourth Amendment that guarantees privacy in our own homes. But then we also have something called the Ninth Amendment that nobody wants to talk about. But basically the Ninth Amendment says that just because the Bill of Rights enumerates and explains some of our rights, it doesn't mean we don't have them. Uh, it, and, and that's uh, important. So if it, basically, if you want to do something that just affects your own life and nobody else, uh, the government has no business telling you what to do in your ho- own home with your own life. And that Ninth Amendment, I think, is the key uh, to where we go with, the, uh, with, with future ab- abortion rulings. And yes, if you happen to live in a state that does not permit uh, certain abortions, you know, you certainly have the right to move to another state or to visit another state. You certainly have a basic human right to travel anywhere within this United States. So as we go forward, I think it's important for us to, to, to look at our Declaration of Independence. Abraham Lincoln you know, said that our nation was created on July 4th, 1776, uh, when we... Uh, and, you know, agreed with those what he called sentiments of our Declaration of Independence. So we have that. We have our Bill of Rights. And again, a lot of people would look up the Ninth Amendment and the Tenth Amendment uh, because those protect our rights to make these personal decisions. You know, uh, you said so much. And really, I, I, I encourage people to email you and get on that list. That email you sent out this week was so powerful and so informed and really tells it like it is. And and I just want to encourage people here while you're on to get onto your list, to get onto your email list and really find out more about what your organization is and how they can kind of help us navigate. Because we're, we're, in, we're in tough times, Seth. I don't have to tell you. We're in tough times, uh, economically and otherwise. So uh, I... <laughs> Yeah, and we really are. And and what really bothers me and and hurts me the most is we have our children going to these public schools that don't teach a thing about the Constitution, don't teach a thing about individual liberty, don't teach a thing about responsibility and the consequences of making bad choices. And and so when you see the, the kids coming out of Stockton College, the kids coming out of our high school that don't know any of this, all they're told is... You know, there's this uh, progressive woke agenda uh, that we have to be, um, you know, for, um, for for pro-abortion. We have to be uh, the, the environmental rules, all these talking points they have. And they're taught that anyone who disagrees in any way is evil. 
I mean, you looked at those demonstrators outside the, the, the homes of the Supreme Court justices. You look at the faces. They're all like 20 years old, 30 years old. They look just like the Hitler youth faces of, of the 1940s because <laughs> yeah. they're, they're, they're not taught to think. They're not taught to understand somebody else's point of view. They're not taught about what America is all about, the idea that each of us has the right to, to, to run our own lives our own way. So that's the real message of liberty and prosperity because that's the New Jersey motto. If you have the liberty, the prosperity, the comfort, the safety all go with it. And if you lose the liberty, you lose everything. So that's, uh, that, that's what we talk about, and that's how we open up every meeting. And, you know, it, it's encourage, we're trying to encourage people to join because you do things that others don't do. And you point out things that others don't point out. Th- that that stat that you pointed out uh, in your email this week was really, you know, th- that blew me away. I-, I just didn't know that the number was that high in New Jersey. But obviously... Yeah, it, it, it is. And that's what persuaded so many people. And uh, there, there was overreach. That, that suddenly we're, we're cranking out all these, uh, these abortions, not because the individual situation demands it, but suddenly some clinics want to make money. Some people want to sell body parts. It just you got into this whole industry. Yes. And Ethel Hermno and that group uh, it really woke up a lot of people, including me. Uh, I, I would like to know if I could just switch gears to yeah. something else that's Go ahead. being talked about. And, that, and, and that's the January 6th hearings. Uh, on Thursday, I got this text from a Democrat friend of mine. Yeah, with great urgency. He said, are you watching TV? Are you watching the hearings today on the January 6th? And of course, no, <laughs> I was working. I had a lot of other things. And he was he was angry at me for not watching the hearings uh, because it, it was the smoking gun that, that showed Trump and all their top officials uh, that, that were conspiring to overturn an election and, and commit insurrection. And the first thing when I saw the actual testimony that that just shocked me as a lawyer is that we have something called lawyer client privilege and that means if if you're my client and i'm your lawyer and you come to me and ask me for advice i want you to tell me the truth i want you to tell me what's on your mind and you may say you know uh i hate my tenant he didn't pay rent in a month from for the last month so i want to lock the door and turn off his electricity and, of course, as the attorney, I said, no, what you want to do is against the law. You can't do that. Um, and this is what you have to do. And I give him the procedure of what to do. Now, if you would subpoena me to testify uh, and, and say, well, what did your client say? Well, my client said he wanted to break the law. That's not a crime to tell your own attorney what you would like to do. The whole idea of talking to an attorney is so the attorney could explain the law and tell you you can't do what you want to do. And that happens all the time. Uh, but when you, you know, what you have with the January 6th hearing, you know, Trump said, I want to do this and that. And it was illegal. His attorneys say, no, he can't do that. <laughs> but it happens all the time. But, but none of that should be um, testified about because it's the attorney-client privilege. You don't want to force people to, uh, to disclose what people tell their attorney because if you, if you did, then people would stop going to attorneys. People would stop being honest with their attorneys, and you'd have a much more um, lawless society. So, so that did bother me. Uh, the, the other thing in these hearings is the truth that's not told. They're making it sound like Donald Trump 
was the only person in the world who, who wanted to change the result uh, of an election that he thought he he won, but he you know he, he the evidence based on the courts is he lost the election according to the procedure, and uh, he had to accept it. But but what about what did the Democrats do in 2016? Didn't the Democrats do every single thing they're accusing Trump and, and his supporters of doing? Yes, they did. I mean, when in yeah. 2016, when, when Hillary Clinton narrowly lost, didn't Obama illegally spy on Trump and his top officials? Yes. Didn't the Justice Department frame Trump and, and his top officials on fake criminal charges? Didn't they, weren't they involved in, uh, in coordinating violent riots around the country? Didn't they intimidate the electors into illegally changing their votes? They, they didn't. Do, they they tried to do it, and I guarantee you, if the Republicans had the same hearings and the same media, you'd find out that the Democrats behaved exactly the way the Republicans behaved because nobody wants to lose a close election. And and, and what this reminds me of, it reminds me of like a, in a Super Bowl game or a football game. You know, there are many times when. The referee makes a bad call, and you wish that the referee, you say, if the referee didn't make that bad call, um, then we would have won the game. But that doesn't mean you could go, you know, beat up the guy who's running the scoreboard. You know, it's not his fault. Right. It, it, it's the referee, and there's a procedure, and if you appeal the referee's decision and you lose the referee's decision, that's it. You lost the game. It's unfair, but we're humans, and people do make mistakes, and referees do make bad calls. And the only thing you could do is try to do a better job to win the game more decisively next time. So those are my thoughts <laughs> there. And uh, this is what we talk about at libertyandprosperity.com. Uh, and it looks like it's almost time to be there. That's right. To start the meeting at Sal's Cafe. But again, if you can't make it to Sal's, uh, it's, it's online now. Just go to libertyandprosperity.com, check out the event section, and you could log in on Zoom and participate that way. Uh, thank you, John. Have a great week. You too, Seth. Seth Grossman, LibertyandProsperity.com. The meeting starts in about uh, a minute and a half at 930 at Sal's Coal Fire Pizza on New Road in Summers Point. Talk with the purpose is the show. Saturdays, 9 till noon, WPG, Talk Radio 95.5. And I'm John DeMassey. Coming up on a break, after the break, we'll get started. John, Matt, Craig, and Al, in that order. And maybe you at 609-407-1450. Back with more Talk With a Purpose after these words. The more, the barrier. The Greater Hamilton Chamber of Commerce in conjunction with AMI Atlanticare presents the 36th Annual Red, White, and Blueberry Festival. Sunday, June 26th in Hamilton, the blueberry capital of the world. Millions of blueberries, New Jersey's official state fruit. Blueberry pies, cupcakes, cannoli, buckle, ice cream, and more. Crafters, great food, kitty rides, and the Cruising Classics Car Show. Live music from Stealing Savannah and party with DJ Nikki G. Sunday, June 26th, Hamilton High School grounds just off Route 30 in Hamilton. Free admission, follow signs to free festival parking. The Red, White, and Blueberry Festival brought to you in part by AMI Atlantic Care, NJM Insurance Group, the Rothman Institute, Truist Bank, Adams, Raymond, and Hagen in the community, Avoy Silverstein Group, 
Atlantic Blueberry, and by Brown and McCarthy Insurance Agencies. Supported in part by a grant from the New Jersey Department of State, the Vision of Travel and Tourism. Sunday, June 26th, the more the barrier. When it comes to you and your family's financial wellness, there are so many things to talk about. We could go on forever. To help guide you along the way, Joe Yakovich has written a book called The Heart of Your Money, Inspiration for Financial Wellness. In the book, Joe talks about longevity, inflation, retirement surprises, and many other topics. For your free copy of The Heart of Your Money, call the office of Joe Yakovich at JML Financial at 856-751-1771 or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. And you can listen to Joe Yakovich on Saturdays right here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM. For over 37 years, Joe Yakovich has been helping families throughout the area navigate the difficulties of a sound financial plan. You'll find Joe's approach to be different and not just the cookie cutter methods that are prevalent in today's world. The path to your financial wellness and or retirement starts with a call to Joe Yakovich at JML Financial Group. 856-751-1771. 856-751-1771. Or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. Joe Yakovich is registered with and securities and investment advisory services are offered through Brokers International Financial Services, LLC. Member SIPC. Brokers International Financial Services LLC is not an affiliated company. Back here on Talk with a Purpose, 609-407-1450. That's our number here. And we do have a full bank of calls. And as soon as we get an open line, we'll let you know. So you can jump in here. Let's start the program. John in Ocean City. John, good morning. Welcome to Talk with a Purpose. Yeah, good morning. Just a disclaimer. I'm not I'm not the John that uh, emails Mr. Damasi during the week, but I do hate abortion. Absolutely. And uh, it should have been a state's rights issue, not a federal issue all That's along right. anyway. That's, That's right. How I feel That's, about it all. No, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yep. Now, in 2017, 100 activists conference at Turnsbury Isle Resorts in Florida with a written memo. It was written by uh, Media Matters founder David Brock entitled Democracy Matters with a subtitle Strategic Plan for Action. These 100 socialist progressives got marching orders to not only disrupt the uh, Republican base, but also to destroy the conservative base. And the main target of the attack was, uh, of course, newly elected President Trump. Now, th- what they did was their aim was to make the fake news look real and what's real look like the fake news. And they were very successful at that. Their campaigning inc- included now. They, there's certain things they, they just can't disprove. Now, Robert Mueller took well, 49 Hillary Clinton staffers and 50 million American taxpayer monies to find Russian collusion. Well, they came up with a great big zero, a goose egg. Now, that's a fact. Also, uh, through Uranium One, 21% of our uranium is in the hands of Rosatom. Rosatom enriches uranium to develop hypersonic missile capability for Russia. Rosatom gave a $145 million donation to the Hillary Clinton Foundation. That's Ooh. a fact, not a fiction. Wow. Yeah, this is all This is all true. This is all true. This is a tinfoil. No, no, but anyway. Um, uh, also, Julian Assange. Julian Assange is a liberal. He's always hated Donald Trump. He never liked Donald Trump. But it's because of Julian Assange that we got those 33,000 Clinton emails. Well, the thing is, is that the very liberal... Uh, uh, Julian Assange, who was a computer programmer that hacked into the files 
of the conservative right over in Australia, where he's from, but also in America. The left loved, loved, loved him, couldn't get enough of him until he focused that attack on Hillary Clinton. And they said to him, they said, how come you didn't go to Donald Trump the same way? He said, I did. I couldn't find anything. The guy's squeaky clean. And this is a guy who doesn't even like Donald Trump. Right. So the whole thing is, is that, yeah. So those of you on the left that listen in, if you want to know why we vote the way we do, don't think about it so hard. Thank you. All right, John. <laughs> Boy, he's telling it like it is, right? Jeez. Julian Assange, that's another one, right? Talk with the purposes of the show, Saturdays, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. And I'm John DeMassey. We're coming up on a break. And how this happens, we have a couple of breaks back to back because, you know, we run late when Seth is on. But that's okay. Just letting you know the inner workings of this radio show. Matt, Craig, and Andy, you're on the line, and we'll get to you after the break. At 609-407-1450, I'm John DeMassey. More Talk With a Purpose, today's edition, in just a moment. But first, I want to talk to you about caviar. And you're saying, what? Why Why are you bringing this up? And I'll tell you why. I had a, a, a date a couple of months ago, and it was the f- first and only. You know the one and done when you talk about dating? You, you relate to this, Chris? <laughs> one and done. Uh so we go to this fancy restaurant, and she orders caviar. And I had never had it, and she says, try it. I tried it. It was okay, but it's a gourmet specialty. And it was $120 just for the caviar. <laughs> so, And I bring this up because last week, here's where I'm going to get into the commercial. I go to BF Mazio. <clears throat> And guess what they have? They have caviar. And I've always told you, hey, you know, they have gourmet specialties. Is that a gourmet specialty? You want to really impress some folks? What you do is you get those little crackers and you you put out the caviar and you, whoa, boy, how about this? I, I, of course, I'm being somewhat facetious. But, yes, they do carry caviar and a lot of other gourmet specialties. B.F. Mazio, 601 New Road in Northfield. You know they're famous for the finest fresh fruit and produce you'll find anywhere. Baked goods, prepared foods, and gourmet specialties. It's all right there in the store. B.F. Mazio online at bfmazio.com. And guess what's coming up real soon? It's another year for best of the press. The voting is going, or actually the nominations are going to start in a couple of weeks, and we'll tell you about it as we get closer to it. But B.F. Mazio, best of the press, seven years in a row for best gift baskets and fruit baskets. Why? Because they are. So if you want to send something, you know, we've got a holiday coming up, and you want to say, uh, happy 4th of July to some relatives or friends out of town. You send a gift basket courtesy of B.F. Mazio. But it's all right there. The finest fresh fruit and produce you'll find anywhere. And this week, I just didn't, I wasn't in the mood to cook. I mean, and that that's kind of common in the summertime for a lot of people. So the prepared foods, there's plenty of them there. And you can get a couple of them. And you can go a few meals with a lot of the different prepared foods that they have. There's plenty of portions there. So check it out for yourself. B.F. Mazio, 601 New Road in Northfield. Online at bfmazio.com. Back with more of your calls on Talk With a Purpose after these words. 
Calling all liberals, Democrats, progressives, wokes, and more. Talk with a purpose on WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM wants you. Talk with a purpose will be holding a series of debates with several of our regular callers and you. Since we don't get many who don't think like us here on the show, we are in search of Democrats, progressives, wokes, those who are on the other side. We'll be having a series of weekly debates with a $100 gift card as a grand prize each week. Believe it or not, we need you because let's face it, we're on the right side of things and you're on the left. Can't say it any plainer than that. If you'd like to participate, please email John DeMassey at JDADV1 at Comcast.net. That's JDADV1 at Comcast.net. Hope to hear from you. If you're interested in driving one of the finest automobiles on the market today, then you'll want to check out all of the fabulous new and pre-owned Lexus at Lexus of Atlantic City. Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. Driving a Lexus is like no other vehicle on the market. Test drive one for yourself at Lexus of Atlantic City. Whether it's new or pre-owned, you'll be more than satisfied. In fact, Lexus is consistently number one when it comes to customer satisfaction. Visit Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. Or you can check out their outstanding selection of new, pre-owned, and L-certified pre-owned vehicles on their website, LexusofAtlanticCity.com. That's LexusofAtlanticCity.com. Or, if you want more information, call 609-641-0008. Lexus of Atlantic City, now celebrating their 26th year in the area. A dealership that you'll enjoy. No pressure, no gimmicks, no hassle, no hype. Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. And remember, always online at LexusofAtlanticCity.com. East Coast Roofing and Siding. Hi, I'm Larry Styler. And I'm Sean Styler. In our ever-changing economy, we certainly understand the need for homeowners to watch their spending. But your home is not a place to cut corners. When you're in need of roofing, siding, or windows, place your trust in East Coast for our certified services and installations. Our GAF, Master Elite Contractor Status, provides assurance that you're dealing with a reputable company that can provide you quality roofing products and lifetime warranties. Our certainteed five-star contractor status ensures you'll get the professional siding job that you deserve. Faithfully serving South Jersey since 1979, we can offer you financing options that can help get your project started sooner. So call us now at 609-625-1900 or visit us at eastcoastroofing.com to schedule your free consultation today. If you'll call, we'll show up. East Coast Roofing and Siding. Trust us with your family and home. Your WPG Talk Radio 95.5 AccuWeather forecast for South Jersey. Mostly sunny today with a high 89. Clear skies for tonight with a low 65. Sunny to partly cloudy tomorrow with a high 90. Monday overcast and humid with a couple of showers and a thunderstorm with a high of 77. I'm AccuWeather's Gregory Patrick on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. We do want to remind you that if you miss any of our show today, we have the Talk with a Purpose replay, which happens every Sunday, 5 until 8. Talk with a Purpose replay, 5 until 8, every Sunday, right here at WPG, Talk Radio 95.5. And remember, we're always online at WPGTalkRadio.com. Talk with a Purpose is the show, Saturdays, 9 till noon, WPG, Talk Radio 95.5. Also heard on 1450 AM. Let's get to our main man, Matt in AC. Matt, good morning. Welcome to Talk With a Purpose. Good, good morning, Mr. 
Good morning, Mr. Damasi. How are you, sir? Good. How about you, Matt? How are you? Good. How you doing? Good. About this Roe v. Wade thing. Yeah. You want to hear something heavy duty? Sure. I'll, t- I'll tell you something heavy duty. Now, when I was young, all right, uh, I had an aunt named Tina. Aunt Tina. Right. Okay? Mm-hmm. And as I got into my younger 20s, she was deathly ill. She was in hospice. And I went to visit her. And she told me something that my entire family never told me in my entire life. She said, your dad is not your real dad. She huh. was dying. She How was like three days from dying. How about that? She said, your dad is not your real dad. All right. So I went home and I got my older brother who's eight years older than me. Okay. And I pinned him against the wall. I said, what do you know about my childhood that you're not telling me? And you never told me. Okay. And he said, mom and dad broke up and she was with this other guy. And then she got pregnant with him with, for you. Okay. And then she wanted to come back to dad. So the guy, he was a mess. He, he wanted to be with my mom so bad. He committed suicide. Oh, boy. Put a gun in his mouth in front, oh. in front of my mom's house. Oh, boy. Because he, he couldn't be with her anymore. She wanted to get back on my, what I consider my dad. Okay? So my bottom line to you is I could have been aborted right now. Yeah. That's right. I could have not been speaking to you right now, right. Mr. Damasi. Yeah, how about okay? that? Yeah. But my dad was enough of a man to say, give me that kid. I'll raise him. I'll raise him. You know what I mean? And and to his credit, Matt, and, to his credit, you know? But a lot of this problem is the dads, too. It's not only the uh, women. Well, it's I the agree. dads, too. I agree. I agree. I mean, you know, not to pick on... African-Americans, but we've given the stat here many times, 73% of the African-American births are out of wedlock. And, you know, well, you're right. It's, it, it's, it's the, the men are a lot of times the problem. You know, they don't want the, they don't want the responsibility. Well, I, I, I'm very fortunate, John. Yeah, I'm you very are. fortunate. I'm you, telling you, you now. You certainly are. Yeah. I could have been not talking. I could have not been talking to you right now. And to this day, the only one that didn't know about it was my younger brother. Okay? Right, right. And to this day, we have estranged ourselves from the family because of that. Okay? About that, yeah. Hmm. I, my younger brother was the only one that didn't know what happened. Hmm. Okay? My older brothers did. And the entire family did. I don't even talk to them anymore, to be quite honest with you. Yeah, well... It's a shame, but yeah, it is a shame. But to the, my the, entire type, my entire life has been a lie, John. Well, a lie. You're you're here, Matt, and you you said the most important thing that you're here and you're able to talk to me right now, as you do every week here on the show. So I I, I would look at that, look at the positive, and you know, back mm. then, I mean, I, I imagine you're like in your forties or something. So I, I I would I would imagine I'm 55. Okay, so you're back then. I mean, Matt, 
55 years ago. I mean, that kind of stuff wasn't really talked about a lot. I mean, it was pushed under the rug. You know, I mean, my mother told me stuff when I was in my 40s. (laughs) <laughs> that I didn't know about. But, you know, it's a, back then, that was the norm to not talk about those kind of things. But listen, you're here right. and you're a productive member of society and you're a you know, an outstanding individual. And, you know, that that's really to your credit. I mean, and to the gentleman's credit who decided to raise you. I mean, I would look at the positive. And Matt, thank you for the call. Gee, I Felt bad. He was almost in tears there. But boy, I tell you, there's all kinds of stories. All kinds of stories out there. Craig is in Northfield. Craig, good morning. Welcome to Talk with a Purpose. It's called life. That's right. That's right. Right. Yeah. And and you're right, John. Back then, uh, people would push. That oh, you buried that stuff. You never you talked about stuff like that. Never. And, yeah. and and I'll just say this and listen to Matt. You had an outstanding father. Yes. Okay, Matt? Let yes. me just say that. Um, my body, my choice, the women are saying right now. Yeah. Why wasn't people saying that when they were talking about the vaccine? You got to take it or you can't go to school. You can't go to college. You can't go to work. What happened to my body then? Good point. Good very, point. Very okay. good point. Yes. Very okay. good point. So uh, last week I touched on, you know, you're you're, uh, on your horse with your DeSantis flag waving (laughs) over here. I I think I put a little bit of a match to it. Yeah, you did. But today I'm going to put some kerosene on it. We're going to burn it up a little bit. And I do like DeSantis. I think he's a possible, you know, number two. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I like Carrie Lake a lot better for number two. But, and anybody that's ever watched her, if you've seen that little clip you know, with CNN, she said, uh, the CNN girl goes, oh, can we have an interview? Can we have an interview? She goes, yes, on CNN Plus, because everything you do is dishonest. Boom. But, uh, John? Yes. I just want to remind everybody with this DeSantis bandwagon, especially Bob down there in Cape May. I love you, Bob. But uh, DeSantis only won by half a point. And the guy that he almost lost to is virtually in, under indictment right now, could possibly end up in jail. How about right? that? How about that? How about that? Yeah. I just, is that a good point? It is a good point. Half a point. It is a, a half a point. It is a good point. But okay. I will say this. Wait a minute. On, on the other side, DeSantis has done well while in office and has done some things that are very bold. And, you know, he doesn't take nonsense. And that's really that's really where his strength has become while he's in office. So he won the election. Okay, he won the election. Okay, he won the election. But I got to jump in again here because I'm coming back at you. Okay, you know, of course. And where did he get the chutzpah to do that? He only had one person to learn from because nobody was talking like that before Donald J. Trump. You must admit that. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Okay. So uh, let's let's just say you know with they, they, you know he had support, and a lot of people got a little bit louder since Donald J. Trump. I mean, except for McConnell, who actually people. I, I do want to say the new. I, I'm going to switch over here now because you know you didn't hear DeSantis say anything about our gun rights. But the New York governor, the one that uh, took the other governor's place because he had to resign, yeah, um, she said we could go back to muskets. <laughs> well, let let her bodyguards have muskets. <laughs> yeah. 
Okay? Yeah. And, and you know, the one guy, I forget what his name is. He's that uh, far-left guy that makes all those movies. I forget what his name is. Oh, jeez, you know, yeah. You know yeah. who I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Is it Michael, okay, so Michael he's something? Got, he's got a butt. Michael, Michael, Michael Moore? Michael Moore. Yeah. There you go. Michael Moore's got a bodyguard. But you know what? His bodyguard tried to get onto the airplane with his gun, got arrested. Yeah. Okay. My last follow-up. Okay, Donald J. Trump. He did say gas would go up to 7 to $9. Did it happen? Uh, <laughs> getting there. Did it happen? No. Yay, nay. No. It didn't, it, it's not at 7 it's not at seven, but it's getting there. No, no, in Jersey it's not. At oh, seven. oh, no, no, no. Over in Washington State, it's nine. Oh, right. Oh, oh. Inflation. He said, inflation. We'd be in a recession, almost a depression. Are we almost there? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then I just got to tell you, remember Algola from Germany? He says, Algola, you're going to be beholden to Putin. For your energy. Did you hear what Putin just did to Germany? Uh, no. What What did he do? I'm sure it well, wasn't good. It wasn't good, I'm sure. No. Just say, we're cutting your supply of gas by 40%. Oh. Meantime, don't forget, Donald J. Trump says, we got plenty of gas. We can, we can chip it over to you. But we couldn't do that today. No. no. Thank, thank you, Joe Biden. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Joe Biden. <laughs> and, and, and in the meantime... For those people, we were on the talk with the purpose last week. Uh, you know, forget the fossil fuel, but it's okay that Obama just filled, got three tanks of propane to heat his house up there in Massachusetts because, you know, I'm blank punk. He's got to make sure that he's toasty warm. He got three tanks, 150 gallons. Can you imagine? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, so I guess fossil fuel isn't the, the, yeah, the deterrent anymore. That's because his name is Barack Obama. Craig, thanks for the call. Talk with the purpose of the show. Saturdays, 9 till noon, WPG, Talk Radio 95.5. And I'm John DeMassey. Andy, Tom, and Greg will try to get you all in. And then we have Assemblyman Don Guardian coming in at 10 o'clock. He'll be a guest on our show. So we look forward to that. 609-407-1450. Final thoughts in hour number one after these words. My name is David Dorshu with Recovery Centers of America. And I want to help you find freedom for your addiction to drugs and alcohol today. Here at Recovery Centers of America, located in Mays Landing in South Amboy, New Jersey, we believe that with the right tools and right people by your side, coupled with faith, you can recover. That's why we created Freedom, a Christian-based addiction treatment program designed to strengthen your faith and help you achieve lasting recovery. Our expert team of physicians, clinicians, and nurses will provide you with evidence-based treatment, and our pastors and spiritual advisors will guide you to healing through a fresh connection to God. Do Bible studies, prayer, and biblically-based 12-step recovery groups. Don't wait. Call 1-888-RECOVERY today. Your future is so much brighter than you can imagine. The only thing you have to do is ask for help. At Recovery Centers of America, we answer the phone and admit patients 24-7. Call 1-888-RECOVERY today.
The More the Barrier, the Greater Hamilton Chamber of Commerce in conjunction with AMI Atlantic Care presents the 36th Annual Red, White, and Blueberry Festival. Sunday, June 26th in Hamilton, the blueberry capital of the world. Millions of blueberries, New Jersey's official state fruit. Blueberry pies, cupcakes, cannoli, buckle, ice cream, and more. Crafters, great food, kitty rides, and the Cruising Classics Car Show. Live music from Stealing Savannah and Party with DJ Nikki G. Sunday, June 26th, Hamilton High School Ground just off Route 30 in Hamilton. Free admission, follow signs to free festival parking. The Red, White, and Blueberry Festival, brought to you in part by AMI Atlantic Care, NJM Insurance Group, the Rothman Institute, Truist Bank, Adams, Raymond, and Hagen in the community, Aloy Silverstein Group, Atlantic Blueberry, and by Brown and McCarthy Insurance Agencies. Supported in part by a grant from the New Jersey Department of State, the Vision of Travel and Tourism. Sunday, June 26th, the more the barrier. The Bernie Friedenberg World War II Memorial will be unveiled in Atlantic City sometime in the near future. The memorial will be located in O'Donnell Park in Atlantic City, in close proximity to both the World War I Memorial and Stockton University. Bernie Friedenberg, a Silver Star recipient for his heroism on Omaha Beach on D-Day, will be honored with this memorial. In fact, the memorial will be unveiled on D-Day, June 6, 2023. Donations for this worthwhile cause are now being accepted. For more information or to donate, contact Bernie Friedenberg World War II Memorial, P.O. Box 652, Brigantine, New Jersey, 08203. Or you can donate online at BernieFriedenbergWorldWar2Memorial.com. Back here on Talk With a Purpose, let's try to get all these calls in. And uh, if we don't, well, then maybe you can uh, call back in the 11 o'clock hour after our guest. Let's go to Andy in Brigantine. Andy, good morning. Welcome to Talk With a Purpose. Uh, good morning, John. First of all, congratulations to President Trump. He's been out of office for a year and a half, and he's still racking up victories. Were it not for him, we wouldn't have these conservative judges. That's right. Help give us the ruling we had yesterday. That's right. I'm not going to comment about whether or not abortion is legal, but I, I want to try to give people an education who maybe were asleep during history and civics class. <laughs> we don't seem to understand how this all works. Um, in 1970, the Wade decision did not make abortion legal. What it did was it made abortion a constitutional right. And it was a right that should have never been granted because the word abortion was never mentioned explicitly or implicitly in the Constitution. To think that our founding fathers, who were Christian men and who founded the country on Judeo-Christian principles, could have even conceived of the notion of abortion, let alone made it a God-given right in our Constitution, is absolutely ludicrous. So what happened in 1973 is they had a desired result, and they looked for a way to get there. As Mark Levin said, uh, the Roe v. Wade decision in 1973 was a result in search of a constitutional foundation. They had to find a way to make it happen. So they used this privacy clause in our Constitution. But what the justices did yesterday, they were obligated constitutionally to overturn Roe v. Wade, because since Roe v. Wade, since abortion is not mentioned in our Constitution, the Tenth Amendment to the Constitution states that any, any powers that are not enumerated in our Constitution automatically then become the decision and the power of the states. And for all of the people who lecture us about how much they care about democracy, 
and our Constitution, they should be celebrating. Because in a democracy, the people get to decide rather than nine unelected judges. Okay? So now the people themselves are going to get to decide. That's democracy. Now, for all of the feminists who are constantly bitching and complaining about men, and men have no right to make decisions on women's bodies, remember that in 1973, nine men decided what women can do with their bodies. So what the justices did yesterday was they overturned what those nine men said about women's bodies, and they turned it back over to the women themselves, who can now vote in their states and get the desired outcome they want by either voting for pro-choice or pro-life um, candidates. So again, they should be celebrating. Would you rather have nine old, white, racist men deciding what women can do with their bodies? Or wouldn't, the, wouldn't you think these feminists would prefer if they could choose for themselves? That's pro-choice. They can go to the polls and vote for the candidates who support the side of abortion that they support. That's democracy. So the women should be celebrating, yet they're bitching. I don't understand. I'm confused. Well, Andy, you know, and, and we only have, what do we have, a minute, Chris? So so real quick, you know, I, I think the problem is, uh, and I said this at the beginning of the show, that some states are, are saying that they're going to make it illegal for a woman to go out of state to get abortion, and they're going to make it illegal for a doctor to perform an abortion out of the state that he's licensed in. So that's, I, I think there's some questions about that. And, and that's really what I think a lot of the problems are, that women feel like their rights were taken away from them. And Andy, we'd love to discuss more, but we are uh, coming up to the top of the hour. We have to break for the news or else I'm in trouble. <laughs> hour number one is in the books. Hour number two, Don Guardian. Atlantic County Assemblyman, and we are ready with a lot of questions for the Assemblyman, and I'm sure you are as well. He'll certainly take calls, as he always does here on the show. Let's see. He was here as a mayor. He was here as a candidate for mayor. He was here as a candidate for Assemblyman, and now he's here as an Assemblyman. I mean, what's next? Maybe he'll run for president. Who knows? <laughs> I'm John DeMassey, hour number one in the books, hour number two on the way. Don't go away. FM and 1450 AM WPTG Atlantic City, WENJHD3 Millville, a town square media station. The following program is paid for and presented by John DeMassey. The opinions expressed are not those of Townsquare Media or station advertisers. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 presents Talk with a Purpose. Join the conversation by calling 609-407-1450. Now, the host of Talk with a Purpose, John DeMassey. Our number two, Talk with a Purpose, every Saturday, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Good to have you with us. And as always, our number here in the studio, 609-407-1450. Good to have with us uh, back on the show in an official capacity now. Don Guardian is the Atlantic County Assemblyman, and he recently elected. And we've got plenty to talk about with the Assemblyman. And if you have a question for him, this is a good time for you to call in at 609 
407-1450. I mean, when are you going to run for president? So you can come in here and... John, <laughs> I think... You had enough of that, right? There are so many issues you should be on a daily show. Uh, and you yeah. still won't be able to answer all the questions. Exactly, yeah, exactly. What's it like? I mean, uh, is this a little different assemblyman as opposed to being the mayor? Is it... So, I mean, it seems to me it's not as much in the spotlight. Right. A- absolutely. Uh, you're behind the lines. Um, you know, it's still 50, 60 hour a week. I don't know how they call it a part-time job. Right? Part-time <laughs> job. Um, you know, it takes a couple of hours just to read all the legislation from the day before. Um, what, what's it like? Uh, I, I really like it. Uh, when I was mayor, I was in uh, Trenton a lot, as in Washington, D.C., because I needed to win over friends because our funding was so bad. So I, I understood a little better how it worked. And then going there was received very well by Democrats and Republicans, North Jersey, South Jersey. It, it's kind of uh, cool to have uh, uh, the same thought patterns for so many people. And I'd say, you know, out of the 30 or 40 bills that we vote for when we go in session, there's maybe two or three that are in question. Every, everything else we're kind of in a, agreement on. So I remember um, yeah. I, I had you on the first time I had you on my show. We were talking. You remember the, the uh, takeover? And you were oh, fighting. Yes. You were oh, fighting absolutely. the takeover. Yeah, and the, the, you you made the national news. <laughs> I did. I did. I know. And uh, <laughs> those were the days, huh? I know. And and you know now our congressman was the Democratic uh, uh, senator from South Jersey, yes. not even from Atlanta County, that was fighting for Atlantic City, as, as was uh, uh, Chris Brown, as was the Democratic uh, uh, Speaker of the uh, Assembly and things, but. Um, it, it's nice to see uh, Jeff on our side uh, now and still fighting for South Jersey. Uh, is is it a lot easier now that you were in politics and you, you had all of that? I mean, you had a lot of turmoil. I mean, you took over as mayor and the next day, what, three casinos closed? I mean, it was a, well, like, were, like is that how it happened. It was, yeah, like it was. I mean, you know, four casinos were closing. Uh, we had a major snowstorm. Uh, within the week, it took me a couple of days to find out there was $600 million debt that we were Boy. running out of money by the end of the month. So it all kind of came in that, that first week. So, so this is uh, a piece of cake now being in the assembly, it, right? Yes, to that. yes, yes, <laughs> indeed it is. Uh, but you know what uh, was helpful is uh, being a, a mayor of an urban city and then being a business administrator in a suburban uh, community. It, it shared a lot of the issues that uh, South Jersey faced, so I'm a lot better to, to uh, uh, address them. And I have to tell you that uh, the other assemblymen uh, are very attuned to that. And so when it comes to questions about uh, the gaming in industry or urban areas uh, issues in, in general or South Jersey industries, they're, they're very supportive. Which leads me to the, uh, I see where you're on the Tourism and Gaming Committee. Yes. And I'm thinking they put you on that because <laughs> gaming, you were mayor of Atlantic City. I mean, that makes sense. It's logical, right? Yes, yeah. yeah I think you'd have to, uh, if, if you didn't want to put the guy from Atlantic City on, you'd have to pick someone that was from South Jersey, at least. That had, that, that had at least, least knew something about uh, tourism and gaming. So what exactly. actually, because we're thinking gaming because we're here, we right. think casinos. But yep. what does that committee, what are their main responsibilities? So uh, I have to tell you, um, you know, we had spent um, three or four hours just with people talking about the increase in uh, problem gamblers. 
uh, because of the internet and sports, where it's so easy to gamble now, and how uh, the gaming industry can address that, meaning how can we find the funding and social services for that. We also uh, were able to bring the entire committee down to Atlantic City, to Stockton, so they could see all of the courses that are now being offered for people that want to go into both hospitality and uh, gaming. And then there, there's a number of issues, one of which uh, will be coming up when, once we get the budget passed. And, uh, you know, Ralph Caputo has been very good. He's the chair. Uh, he also was a, a former exec in several casinos down here uh, years ago. Uh, but we'll be introducing legislation that's going to be providing additional uh, skins to uh, gambling, gambling companies that have a brick-and-mortar uh, casino in Atlantic City in order for them to be able to do uh, eSports. Well, when you say skins, what does that mean? Oh, so um, in order to have either internet gaming or sports gaming, you have to have a skin. And skins are only given to uh, casinos in Atlantic City and the three uh, racetracks in New Jersey. Then you can operate internet gaming. Okay, or, I got you. Or you can sell it and then uh, get um, part of the percentage of, of the interest every uh, month uh, from the company that you do. So eSports is the next big thing. Um, you know, for most people, they have no idea what it was. But at some point, we weren't sure what Internet gaming was uh, either. Neither. And right. now it makes now it it's a, a huge. Big, yeah. big revenue. Yeah. Look at uh, uh, Borgata as an example. Half the income exactly. comes from Internet and sports gaming. And it, it's uh, one of the ways that we can keep... Uh, the uh, brick and mortar here in Atlantic City. Don Guardian is our guest. He is our Atlantic County Assemblyman. And uh, if you have a question for the Assemblyman, now's the time to call in. 609-407-1450. That's our number here. It is Talk With a Purpose every Saturday, 9 till noon, right here at WPG Talk Radio 95.5. And I'm John DeBassi. Again, 609-407-1450. What do you think about the impending casino workers strike are you getting involved in that have they anybody reached out to you or, or what what's okay. going on there so uh, of course uh, they've reached out to me i i don't think it's my role right now you have uh, the uh, owners of the casinos the, and you have the casino that's representing a lot of their workers and and they're trying to to decide what the next contract is. So I, I think at this point, that, that, that's who needs to be at the table. Now, I think we all want to avoid a, 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 sh- a shutdown, especially on July 4th weekend. That's foolish yeah, for mean, everyone. Yeah, yeah, I was just going to say, I mean, that is foolish, disaster, isn't it? A disaster. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, you know, you got to think casinos are going to lose uh, in the millions yeah, just exactly. in those four days. But then you got to think about everyone else. You know, a, a steel pier, all of the bars and restaurants, right. people aren't coming to the city, they're not going to be there. And then it's lost wages for all of the uh, people that are saying they can't work at $14 an hour. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm using that as a general. Yeah, but, but, but I, like, I know what you point. mean. But can you see, I mean, listen, you were on national TV when you were mayor with all of that. Can you see? Because it's like Atlantic City, they just love to put stuff on about Atlantic City. Can yeah. you see all the local news channels? New York and Philadelphia. Oh, the casinos are on strike in Atlantic City. And then yeah. people are going, you know what? Maybe we shouldn't go down there. It, it, there you exactly. go. Exactly. Right? And it could affect the whole Jersey Shore. So we, we've got to do everything we, we can to avoid that. So they've got to come to, to grips. But, you know, the workers uh, uh, have a legitimate point. The cost of living has gone up drastically. Inflation has uh, affected them. And I, I, I think... Uh, 
the new contract is going to reflect that. Has Bob McDevitt reached out to you? Have you talked to him? Um, or what, what, what? He's the head of Local 54. Yes. Have you, has he, have you, you talked know, to him? Actually, not in the last few weeks. Okay. Uh, we've not talked about this. But but if, if he reached out, I'm sure uh, you Absolutely. Yeah. I, I know you. I've always been a, a good friend of Local 54 and, uh, and, and Bob. Uh, but I also want to make sure that casinos don't go under because right, of exactly. a contract that they can't live with. Speaking of casinos going under... Yeah. What are your thoughts on the new pilot bill? I mean, it's been a, a huge controversy. Terrible. Uh, yeah, Terrible. Uh, yeah. So, John, let me just go back. You know, I was sitting in all those closed rooms. So when I'm talking to you now, I'm telling you firsthand. This right. isn't, okay. you know, ten hand on, on the Internet and things. So when we were talking about the, the pilot uh, providing uh, enough income for Atlantic City going forward and a guarantee to casinos that they would know how much they had to pay for 10 years. Clearly, we knew that we had to stay alive until Internet and sports gaming became a, a reality. So there was never any discussion that that income would not be flowing back to the city, to the uh, Board of Education, and, and to the county. But when the time and, and, and when the time came, uh, I'm the only one speaking in uh, Trenton that's saying this is a bad bill. I mean, uh, Atlantic City had said it's okay, it's a good bill, and things we don't mind losing um, about $55 million a year. And uh, the Senate president at the time is saying, oh, you'll bankrupt the casinos if you do this $55 million additional funds for them. But he didn't mention that the state had just collected $302 million just on sports and Internet. So, you know, uh, my point was, I'm not trying to tax the casinos more. I'm saying you didn't know the state that you were going to get $302 million. That was a windfall. So give $55 million back. In reality, you have to underwrite the schools in Atlantic City sure. and the government anyway. And so this just makes it a lot simpler. Uh, it, it's what they should do. They this city needs to learn how to get along with the monies that they have. So, yeah, I, I was very uh, disappointed with that. And then now I have to tell you, John, I think it's a much bigger picture. As a matter of fact, it could probably take a whole hour if we wanted, you know, in the future. But uh, what the CRDA was intended to do 44 years ago doesn't seem to be what they're doing now. And the concept that everyone working in a casino is going to live in Atlantic City never happened. They're living all over uh, South Jersey. Everywhere but Atlantic City. Yes. And and, and so the cost of schools and, and public safety and, and public works is being felt by everyone, yet the advantages of CRDA is not necessarily uh, reaching them. So I, I think that's one issue uh, there. And then the second issue is, you know, how did it actually help poor people in Atlantic City. How are we getting people that are making $50,000 a year to not lose their home because they can't afford the taxes? Right. So those are simple issues that I think CRDA needs to be directing. And then the obvious, CRDA was supposed to be there to bring new non-gaming businesses to, to Atlantic City, and, and that hasn't happened. You know what, what really gets me with this amended pilot bill where the casinos say, Oh, that money that, that, that comes in from uh, internet gambling and from sports betting, we have to share that with the, the people who run the books. Well, wait a minute. Isn't that business? Yes. You, you've been in business. But right. Is, yeah, isn't yeah. That, don't you have cost of doing business? For example, here in this radio station, we have the electric bill we have to pay, right? And we don't say to the, the, the uh, advertisers, well, you know, we got to raise your rates because 
we got to pay the electric. Well, wait a minute. Everybody has to pay. It, it doesn't make sense no, to me. Exactly. And, 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 and I know Danny Levinson is suing. And Absolutely. Very supportive. Yeah. He's the only one that uh, stood up for this, saying this is unfair. And it's against what we had agreed upon, at least for 10 years. Right. And so, you know, I think everyone is supporting uh, Danny in, in this issue. Absolutely. So uh, am I. And, yeah. yeah. And so am I. I mean, for the county, it's it's the right thing to do. But but you're right. The cost of, of, of gaming is uh, labor and labor cost and utilities and whatever your mortgage is yeah and it's a lot less for internet and sports gaming because you don't have all of those costs right you're you're giving that out to another company and you're taking in less got all that we need to rethink that what should be the companies that are running the program paying in taxes and how much should be coming to atlantic city because again the purpose of gaming in new jersey was to help atlantic city right not not to help the whole state. <laughs> exactly the state right. is doing very well. It's a cash cow. I'm very happy for that. Uh, we got to keep our casinos healthy, but, but not at the expense of the property taxpayers in Atlanta County. Uh, we're coming up on a break shortly, but I wanted to ask you this. And I say, speaking of the CRDA, I, I love this because <laughs> you're asking them to come up with money for something that I think is a great idea. Uh, this is Bill A3936, and it says here, let me see if, I, if I'm wrong, tell me. Authorizing the CRDA to fund transportation to and from Atlantic City Airport into the tourism district. Great idea. Yes. Uh, and uh, is, you think it's going to happen? Yeah. I, I'm, so, you know, I'm sure we're going to talk about later my, my trip to Germany for, for um, uh, how we, we deal with energy. But one of the things that Germans are very concerned about is they call it the last mile. And it's kind of brilliant. They're saying we have mass transit, but how do you get to it? And then when you get off the train or the bus, how do you get to work? Right. And so, like, wow, that like we all have forgot that idea. So I'm bringing that back to, to Atlantic City and things like that. Obviously, we need simple transportation. This doesn't mean a, a train, you know, a billion-dollar, $10 billion program. It might just make sure that we underwrite a jitney that is there at all times when a plane comes in. So there's re- regular transportation to the city. It, it may be other ways that we can underwrite it. But right now, CRDA... Uh, is not allowed to spend any money to to create a uh, better way to transport you from Atlantic City to Atlantic City Airport and Atlantic City Airport to the casinos. All we're asking is that CADA funding could be available. Then you do the study, figure out what the best way is, how we can uh, uh, support this or underwrite the cost. I'm listening to you and I'm saying, wait a minute. CRDA, Casino Reinvestment Development Authority, is not allowed to spend money to help the casinos get tourists? That's, that's correct. I mean, does, does yes. that make sense to you? No, of course not. <laughs> <stuff like that. laughs> I'm surprised you don't have a, a big audience because you just make too much sense. Well, I mean, you know, as you said, you know, sometimes I do this stuff and I say, wait a minute. You know, before I was doing this show, I, you know, you know, these are things you don't run through every day. But looking at this and I'm saying, well... It makes yep. a lot of sense. And, and by the way, uh, you know, the uh, the Senate, Vince Palestine, is yeah. the one who came up with this. And right. as soon as he came up with it in the Senate, I, I you know, and, and Claire uh, Swift said, we automatically are going to support you on the assembly side. So let's say something very simple, like you get off the plane and there's, let's say, 10 jitneys right out front of the airport. And each one of them is going to Atlantic City. Boy, that's really, that. that that's... 
That, that's logical. <laughs> I mean, so right. that should happen. So, well, you know, I, I mean, I, I'll, I'll tell you what, like, the simple answer is. So a jitney driver says, I can't go out there and park for an hour waiting for a, a plane if only two people get on my jitney. Right. Right. So the question is, how many people do you need to break even? So maybe it's five of the 13. So maybe we guarantee them that five, they have that he's going to get the five. But okay. when you get off that plane, it's got, there's got to be transportation immediately for right. you. You can't stand there and try to get back in the airport and say, what do I do? Yeah, exactly. It makes a lot of sense. Don Guardian is our guest. He is Atlanta County Assemblyman, and we're happy to have him here with us. And if you have a question for the Assemblyman, this is the time to call in 609-407-1450. That's our number here, 609-407-1450. I'm John DeMassey. More with Assemblyman Don Guardian in just a moment. But now we're going to talk about no controversy. We're going to talk about Lexus, courtesy of Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road in EHT. My niece was looking for a car the other day. And she said, would you go with me? And we went to Brand X dealership. And this is the difference between Brand X and Lexus. And she wanted to get her own car, establishing credit, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I told her, why don't you go to Lexus? I said, it's going to be very simple. No, I want this particular car. Okay, fine. You know, kids don't listen to you. That's, that's, that's a basic thing. But in any case... We go to the dealership, and I, I, I'm with her, and make sure she's got the right, the right deal and the right price. We're in there for five hours, five hours to get a car. And that's common in other dealerships. Now, I have never gotten a car from Lexus of Atlantic City. I have never gone past an hour. And I've had friends that have gone in there, same thing. So the process is simple. The cars are great. You'll never, for the most part, you'll never have a problem. Uh, oil changes, brakes, tires, that's it. Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road in EHT. Online at aclexus.com. That's aclexus.com. And, and when I tell you, when I say to you about repairs and about things that go wrong, I'm talking to you from experience. I'm not talking about just what somebody told me. This is experience. And I've had Lexus since 2007, and that's all I've driven and all I will drive. Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. Check out their inventory at aclexus.com. Always special deals, always special prices as we wrap up the uh, model year for 2022. Uh, there's there's always different ways you can get a car and for, for much less than you thought was possible. Check it out for yourself. Lexus of Atlantic City. Stop in, ask for Helen. 3169 Fire Road and EHT and online at aclexus.com. Coming back with more Talk with a Purpose with Assemblyman Don Guardian after these words. Chances are you've tasted the delicious fruits and vegetables from B.F. Mazio, but didn't know it. That's because B.F. Mazio has a huge wholesale division that delivers to area restaurants, schools, hospitals, and more. If you own a restaurant or run a commercial kitchen, call B.F. Mazio's Wholesale Division at 609-641-6608. That's 609-641-6608. And don't forget B.F. Mazio at 601 New Road in Northfield. Call 609-641-6608. My name is David Dorshu with Recovery Centers of America, and I want to help you find freedom for your addiction to drugs and alcohol today. Here at Recovery Centers of America, located in Mays Landing in South Amboy, New Jersey, we believe that with the right tools and right people by your side, coupled with faith, you can recover. That's why we created Freedom, a Christian-based addiction treatment program designed to strengthen your faith and help you achieve lasting recovery. Our expert team of physicians, clinicians, and nurses will provide you with evidence-based treatment. 
and our pastors and spiritual advisors will guide you to healing through a fresh connection to God. Through Bible studies, prayer, and biblically-based 12-step recovery groups. Don't wait. Call 1-888-RECOVERY today. Your future is so much brighter than you can imagine. The only thing you have to do is ask for help. At Recovery Centers of America, we answer the phone and admit patients 24-7. Call 1-888-RECOVERY today. I'm Seth Grossman for LibertyAndProsperity.com. Last month, the ADL, the Anti-Defamation League, and New Jersey law enforcement agencies falsely blamed white supremacists and right-wing extremists for rising anti-Semitism in New Jersey. However, during the past few years, the most deadly attacks on Jews in New Jersey were done by black nationalists, not whites. They included last month's brutal beatings and knifing to Orthodox Jews in Lakewood and the deadly 2019 attacks on Jews in Jersey City and in nearby Muncie, New York. At Rutgers University, eggs were thrown at Jewish students during a Holocaust ceremony. Yearly, Al-Quds rallies around the state often include Jew-hating rhetoric. So why don't the ADL and Homeland Security talk about this? Is it because they'd rather help elect Democrats than keep Jews safe? Let's talk about it at libertyandprosperity.com. Help us reach more people, join our weekly breakfast, donate what you can to keep us on the air and online. libertyandprosperity.com. Thanks. And we're back here on Talk of the Purpose. Our guest is Assemblyman Don Guardian. He is our Atlantic County Assemblyman in the state legislature. And uh, Assemblyman Guardian has an office in Atlantic City, a place that he's very familiar with. <laughs> in fact, you still live there, right? Yes, of okay. course, yeah. And there, I, I walk to work. I mean, it's, uh, uh, it's three it's miles. A, it's a beautiful thing, right? Absolutely. And now I'm bicycling, obviously, on the boardwalk uh, to work. So it's, it's, it's uh, very nice. It's on Montpelier and Atlantic Avenue. Okay, very so, good. Yeah. 3123 Atlantic Avenue. Yep. And uh, here's your office number if you want to call the assemblyman, 609-677-8266, 609-677-8266, Assemblyman Don Guardian yep. and his office in Atlantic City. Yep. John, I, I just want to mention, you're, you're not going to get better service than you're getting in Atlantic City, meaning to our constituents, and, and I'll tell you why. All three of us ran together, meaning Vince, Vince and, Claire and Claire and myself. And right, right. And Vince's chief of staff is my chief of staff, Claire's chief of staff. So we have one person as a chief of staff. We have two deputies, one with Claire and one with myself. And then you have uh, four additional staff members. That's what the state pays for, for assemblymen and council. But the point I'm making is they're all working together. So when you call that number, it's coming into one location, and then voiceover is actually connecting you. So if, if the issue is language, and we're connecting you with someone that speaks Bengali, that speaks uh, Urdu, that speaks uh, Mandarin, that speaks uh, Spanish, or if the issue is unemployment, losing uh, your house, uh, not being able to pay for uh, utilities and things, then we're, we're providing you with the best services that are available. But uh, we've hit 3,000 people since we've been in, in office in January and things. So just very effective. And then the Atlantic City office, we're proud of. We haven't been here in Atlantic City as a legislative office since Tom Foley, so 2005. So, you know, it's been 20 years. So we're moving into new offices in Egg Harbor Township. Uh, we're in Linwood right now. And that office will open up in the next uh, couple of weeks. But it doesn't affect your service is going to be the same. In Atlantic City, we've been there since February. So, I mean, you, you've been you've been busy. 
We have. Yeah, yeah we, we've been very busy. Um, you might say one or two uh, days a week. We're in Trenton. Um, usually you're out four or five nights a week at, at meetings and things. And you take four or five uh, uh, appointments during the day. So, yeah. Part-time job. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that, you know, and so, yeah, you know, a couple of uh, uh, old-timers, and I'm 69, so they're older than me, but yeah. they said, you know, when, when they decided how to set up an assembly in a Senate, it was 200 years ago, and it was always uh, thoughtful that it was only going to be wealthy individuals that, that could spend the time there, but that hasn't happened. So for the people that have a full-time job, this is uh, tough. Uh, for you. Absolutely. So being so retired, this this is filling my day. And and by the way, it's thrilling. You know, I'm very excited. Um, but what I would say uh, is it's like being in college again 50 years ago. Uh, you have a topic, you know, whatever it is, wave energy. I didn't even understand what those words meant and stuff. And then after three hours of, of uh, testimony, you become a lot more knowledgeable about it. So I think that's the biggest difference from being mayor. You had to figure out what the issue was. When you're in the Senate or the Assembly, all of those groups actually come to your university, you know, uh, um, both Princeton and uh, um, up, up in uh, uh, Hudson County, uh, Stevens Institute gave us great presentations and they actually invited them us back to their campuses so we could see what they were talking about. It had all to do with energy, by the way. Right, which is a, which is a whole other topic yeah. that, that you've learned a lot about, Absolutely. I'm sure. All right. I want to talk about an issue that came up this week. The Supreme Court uh, decided. Two, two issues. Two issues. Yeah. <laughs> well, we talked about the other one. Yeah, I know. So we, we won't get into that okay. one. But uh, the, the issue about guns and New Jersey is the toughest state in, in, the, in the United States to get a right to carry permit. Agree. So now the Supreme Court says you have a right to carry. Is there anything you see or have you heard anything so far that the legislature will be doing to kind of maybe go back and say, okay, now you can do this, you can do that? Because you have to show in New Jersey that you have a threat. Right, exactly. And and the threat has to be a credible threat. Exactly. And you have to get three references. You got it. Absolutely. It's like so, all this stuff. So the idea that, you know, someone that is mentally not capable or should never have a gun in their hands doesn't happen in New Jersey unless you get it illegally. You go to another state. But we had very good regulations. And by the way, I'm a Second Amendment guy. So, you know, I'm, I'm not trying to ban guns. I, I thought New Jersey had the right model. And considering that uh, we've been lucky enough not to have any major shootings, saying, I, you know, I think this is the way to go. Now, when we talk about schools, that's a different issue. We, right. we should be talking about that in a right. second. But right now on, on guns, it, it's right to have guns. Um, now the Supreme Court has overturned New York saying, nope, you got to make it more available because that's what the Constitution says. Uh, our governor about a month ago came out with uh, six or seven bills that would make it much more difficult to have a gun in New Jersey. And he didn't have the votes either with the Democrats or the Republicans. So it's kind of just stood there. I think now with the uh, Supreme Court uh, decision, uh, that changes completely in things. Uh, you, you've got to follow what, what the court says, you know. Um, and, and again, um, this is just uh, backing up your right to have a gun, which is guaranteed by the Constitution, uh, to protect yourself. Being that the legislature is predominantly Democratic, do you see anything getting done to kind of 
back off these New Jersey restrictions? Is there any talk in the legislature that you know of so far? There's no talk uh, so far, but you're going to have to make uh, those changes. If right. we don't, then the state Supreme Court is going to say, listen, the uh, the national court has made these rulings. You have X amount of time to uh, adopt your your laws to make sure that they uh, agree with the uh, federal law. So it, it, it's something that you think is possible. It's, it's going to be, it's coming down the road. I, I don't know how you can avoid that. Right. Yeah. So it, it looks that way. All right, 609-407-1450. That's our number here if you've got questions for Assemblyman Guardian. Uh, back to your trip to Germany. Yes. And you were talking about the transportation and, you know, when they get off the plane or they get off the train. or when The they last go, mile. The last mile. What did you learn in, 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 in Germany? Okay, so uh, the reason for the trip, it was uh, a group that brings together each year um, legislators from the United States. They usually pick five or six states. And legislators from Germany, they pick five or six uh, appropriate grouping uh, of, of states. In our case, there's one state in, in uh, Germany, um, and it is the northernmost part. It has about 100 miles of beach, so it's very similar to New Jersey, and it borders on Poland. It has very little industry, and they've been in wave energy and um, um, solar energy for about 20 years, and they're able to produce more energy than they actually need, the, the state. Uh, so that, that's very unique. And I'm going to, uh, you know, reiterate, they don't have industry there. So you have homes, you have uh, cities that look like they come out of a storybook land. Uh, it's a, a light population. And they also do a lot after they create the energy. And, and by the way, they're still using uh, gas and uh, uh, coal. And even though they were hope and, and do not want any nuclear, but now with being cut off from Russia on gas, they had to rethink that whole area. They've got to go back to coal because you've got to keep people warm in, in the wintertime. Um, what I saw as a big difference is how they use the energy. And, and the big difference is basically everyone heats water, puts it in the tank, the tank goes to a, a heat pump in, in the building, and that heat pump actually produces the, the, the uh, uh, energy, the heat, at a much, much lower cost. Now, I can tell you that all of Princeton University does about the same thing, a little bit different. They go f 750 feet into the ground, and then they heat the rock in the winter. They cool it in the summertime. They run the water through, same concept. It goes into a tank. Tank goes into a heat pump. But uh, Princeton is kept at 72 degrees all the time. They make sure they only buy uh, energy when it's at the lowest price during the day. The peak hours, they make sure they provide the energy. And because they own all the buildings, they're able to determine whether there's anyone in there. If there's no one in there, they shut off the uh, utilities for those uh, uh, buildings. Uh, just very uh, efficient things. But So that, that's the one part of Germany. Uh, I can tell you on the farmlands, uh, what I thought was great is uh, you, you have no use for hay, um, you know, other, other than to, you know, uh, um, use it again uh, when you're tilling the soil. But they take the hay and they actually uh, bundle it, they uh, dry it, and that's what they use for fuel. So small farms actually get all of their energy just from hay, no other uh, resources. How about that? Uh, but uh, I think Germany is like us, and, and I certainly am in this position. 
there's lots of ways to get energy. How can we make it efficient? Uh, you know, if you have some experts out there, they're going to say hydrogen's the answer. I, I don't disagree, but if I put it equivalent to what it's now, it's about $16 a gallon to have hydrogen as opposed to have gas. So it's not practical at this point. And everything I just spoke about, none of that is the answer that's going to provide all the energy. But the point is, it's definitely coming offshore in New Jersey. And John, the reason I went there in my mind was for three things. One is, how did they make it safe? Meaning it didn't uh, affect the uh, the the ocean. Uh, it didn't affect uh, uh, people that uh, have commercial use, uh, that are uh, fishermen using the oil. How do they produce it inexpensively? Because we can't figure out how to do that. And how did they make sure the jobs went to Germans as opposed to Norwegians or someone else from another country? So that was really my, my uh, interest in going there and finding out how they did did it, and we actually saw how these monopiles, that's these uh, 60-story uh, fixtures that are going out, were being constructed in Germany. That's what's coming to uh, Paulsboro. Uh, you know, it's interesting. You, you've really gotten an education. Yes. Since, you, since you've been an assemblyman, you've really... Yeah. <laughs> you really... Yeah. You I'm, know, on, the, I'm on the infrastructure committee, so, you know, I really needed to know. I, I was pretty negative about having windmills offshore, but for those reasons, you know, is, how is it safe? How, how big is this cable? Why, why did you take away the right for towns, in this case, Ocean City right. and uh, uh, Forked River, from being able to control zoning uh, conditions? You got to go through their land. They should be able to have a say in what's going on. Uh, and you're not going to like it, and it's going to delay things exactly. for a couple of months. But that's the American way. Let the public come in. Let the public share all their concerns. And then you got to address their concerns before you get the permits. We are coming up on a break. Assemblyman Don Guardian is our guest. I always want to say Mayor Guardian. Okay. Always, Don is good, too. <laughs> okay. Assemblyman Guardian is here. 609-407-1450 is our number. If you have a question for Assemblyman Guardian, 609-407-1450. I'm John DeMassey. More talk with a purpose with Assemblyman Don guardian after these words the market is up the market is down i know from day to day there's a fair amount of volatility you worry i worry we all worry but not so much when you have a sound financial plan that doesn't depend completely on the market hi i'm joe yakovich with this money minute you'll find some real insights in my new book the heart of your money inspiration for financial wellness in this book, I explain in detail how I approach financial planning, retirement, insurance, and many other topics. For a free copy of my book, The Heart of Your Money, simply contact my office at 856-751-1771. That's 856-751-1771. Or you can email me at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. And don't forget, I'm here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5 with These Money Minutes. I'm Joe Yakovich with This Money Minute, and thanks for listening. The More the Barrier, the Greater Hamilton Chamber of Commerce in conjunction with AMI Atlantic Care presents the 36th Annual Red, White, and Blueberry Festival. Sunday, June 26th in Hamilton, the blueberry capital of the world. Millions of blueberries, New Jersey's official state fruit. Blueberry pies, cupcakes, cannoli, buckle, ice cream, and more. Crafters, great food, kitty rides, and the Cruising Classics Car Show. Live music from Stealing Savannah and party with DJ Nikki G. Sunday, June 26th, Hamilton High School Ground 
grounds just off Route 30 in Hamilton. Free admission, follow signs to free festival parking. The Red, White, and Blueberry Festival, brought to you in part by AMI Atlantic Care, NJM Insurance Group, the Rothman Institute, Truist Bank, Adams, Raymond, and Hagen in the community, Avoy Silverstein Group, Atlantic Blueberry, and by Brown and McCarthy Insurance Agencies. Supported in part by a grant from the New Jersey Department of State, the Vision of Travel and Tourism. Sunday, June 26th, the more the barrier. East Coast Roofing and Siding. Hi, I'm Larry Styler. And I'm Sean Styler. In our ever-changing economy, we certainly understand the need for homeowners to watch their spending. But your home is not a place to cut corners. When you're in need of roofing, siding, or windows, place your trust in East Coast for our certified services and installations. Our GAF, Master Elite Contractor Status, provides assurance that you're dealing with a reputable company that can provide you quality roofing products and lifetime warranties. Our certainteed five-star contractor status ensures you'll get the professional siding job that you deserve. Faithfully serving South Jersey since 1979, we can offer you financing options that can help get your project started sooner. So call us now at 609-625-1900 or visit us at eastcoastroofing.com to schedule your free consultation today. If you'll call, we'll show up. East Coast Roofing and Siding. Trust us with your family and home. Your WPG Talk Radio 95.5 AccuWeather forecast for South Jersey. This afternoon, hazy sunshine, a high of 89. Tonight, clear to partly cloudy, low 67. Sunny to partly cloudy on Sunday, high 89. Monday will be overcast and more humid with showers and thunderstorms for a high of 80. I'm AccuWeather's Chris Morelli on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. And we're back here on Talk with a Purpose. Assemblyman Don Guardian is our guest, and his office number is 609-677-8266. You may want to write that down. You want to contact the Assemblyman during the week, 609-677-8266, and he'll be happy to talk to you and uh, whatever your issue happens to be. Our number here right now in the studio is 609-407-1450. Assemblyman Guardian is our guest. Let's go to the phones. Greg is in Abseek. And Greg, good morning. You're on with Assemblyman Don Guardian. Mr. DeMassey, good morning. Morning, Greg. Assembly Guardian, I have a question. I I don't, I, first off, I'm not, I don't, I'm no favor in favor of uh, windmills. But I don't understand why they have to bring the electrical or the lines ashore into Ocean City. We have enough waterways surrounding all of this island. It never even has to hit land until it has to be connected to a building that would be adjacent to the water. So disruption of the land and the population of the city, it doesn't make any sense to me. So, so I, I don't disagree with anything you said. Uh, it, they're going 15 miles out because they're guaranteed to have wind all the time. But that means that they have 15 miles of cable that's got to come under the water that's not going to be uh, in danger of, of hurting uh, the fishing industry. Uh, boating, etc. It comes on land, and then it has to go to one of two places, either the uh, former uh, 
plant in um, Forked River, the uh, nuclear plant, because it's already connected to the grid, or it comes down to the former coal plant uh, in uh, Cape May. Uh, the, the point is, how does it get there? And how is it safe? And why aren't the people that live in those towns having the right to make sure that they're satisfied with how this connection is going to be? And and that's not there. The, the right was taken away from uh, both municipalities, and they're both fighting with it. And I agree with them. And, and neither of those uh, communities, by the way, are in my district. Uh, they're, they're somewhere else. But I'm still supporting them 100%. You shouldn't be able to take away the right the right that municipalities have in terms of uh, zoning and planning. Okay, Greg? I agree with that. <laughs> yep. All right. Thank you very Greg, much. Greg, thanks a lot for the call. Thank you. Appreciate it. 609-407-1450. I want to get back to this, your bill, uh, A3936, uh, about sponsoring, uh, maybe let's say have jitneys at the airport and they go to Atlantic City and then sure. vice versa. Uh, what what do you need or what needs to be done to actually make that happen, let's say, in the very near future? So uh, you you uh, can tell from – or maybe you can't. The certain senators and assemblymen, they love to wait till the room is empty and then they, they, they pontificate and they tape <laughs> it. And then they send it back to you and say, look at how I fought for you, except that nobody, nobody was, was in the room. Right. right. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's part one. And, uh, and by the way, that's only two or three in each party. So uh, most of these people are, are very good at, at what they do and want to provide constituent services. The second part of it, whoever the party is in control which means have the most votes, they're the one to decide what items go to committee, and then if it gets approved by the committee, when does it go to the final vote? So the uh, Senate president and the assembly speaker can block anything that ever happens. In this particular case, this isn't a controversial bill. Uh, And so... um, we have a lot of support on in democratic Senate, support, democratic, democratic okay. support in the Senate and the Assembly, and I think you'll see this. Just, just like a, a, I think you'll see uh, the bill that we're trying to get for the uh, uh, esports, uh, and, and there's a third one um, that we didn't really talk about that we're just introducing now. Uh, there is federal funding from from the infrastructure to provide funding for low-income families in order to help them mitigate uh, what's going to happen negatively in the next storm. And what that basically means is it's providing funding to raise your home. Uh, But the state has to adopt legislation in order to do that. We don't have that yet in New Jersey. And so um, uh, I'll be uh, sponsoring uh, that bill. Uh, It would be a loan. But it's it's forgiven after uh, ten years. So, uh, and it also helps municipalities that want to do major infrastructure work as well. It's expensive, though, isn't it, to raise a home? Yeah, very expensive. Probably cost your home, you know, thirty, forty, hundred thousand dollars. Really, for the cost of a home. So, really, a, a low-income family will never do that. And right, the home will get flooded. And exactly, things. and then, so, then then what? You know, then, <laughs> then, then you, you've made them homeless, and you've got to take care of them. Right, uh, exactly. So, yeah. All right, let's go back to the phones. Frank is an EHT. Frank, good morning. You're on Talk with a Purpose with the Samuelman Don, Don Guardian. Uh, good morning, gentlemen. Hey, uh, Don Guardian. Now. You said uh, there's federal funds. Where do federal funds come from, Doc? 
Oh, it, it comes from uh, tax. It depends on what it is, but it comes from all of our taxes. It doesn't depend. There's only one answer, Don. You know what it is. It comes from taxpayers. Yes. That's Any what... money that government has comes from taxpayers. The real, the real reason for my uh, call was I wanted to make sure I heard you correctly with regards to your discussion with uh, about the uh, Second Amendment. And then you were talking about the, I guess, the power plant up there in the Oyster Creek. Would that be accurate? That's correct. Okay. You did say that you were against local ordinances taking away the rights of property owners. You did say that, right? No, I did not. I, I, no, I did, I did not. But then you're for the state taking away constitutional rights and again the right to bear arms shall not be infringed upon but you're okay with that huh no uh, i i i, I, I don't, don't I know hear that either i don't, I don't know how you pick that. that up i i'm telling you i'm absolutely supportive of second amendment rights and that the problem is now that we have a uh the supreme court We're violating the states violating our constitutional rights currently would you agree with that it it may, if you interpret what happened in New York State and apply it to <laughs> well, New Jersey. That's how I interpret it. Yes. yes, I mean it's pretty it's pretty clear cut what the Constitution states, right? I, Your God given ability to defend yourself, the it, the, the right uh, to defend yourself shall not be infringed upon. Pretty straightforward, right? Absolutely, and I'm in agreement with that. Okay, so then why are you in agreement with what you said? You did say the state has uh, very good uh, gun laws currently. Well, they're violating the law-abiding citizens' rights to, to uh, uh, successfully bear arms. They, so you can't they, have it both ways, Doc. Can you, you? you cannot, and that's why with the new uh, decision by the Supreme Court, New Jersey now has to fall in line. New Jersey has regulations that the Supreme Court have determined has been against your constitutional rights. And so New Jersey now needs to adopt those changes so that we're in line with what the Supreme Court says, which is uh, an easier way to, to be able to obtain uh, fire weapons uh, and to uh, guarantee your Second Amendment right. Frank, thanks a lot for the call. I didn't hear. I didn't hear you say that. I heard you say what you just said. Yeah. You said. I mean, and, I, and I, I'm I, sorry. I, the, the point I was making is I'm in agreement with Ocean City. Right. And with, I, I heard that too. River, yeah. That they should have the right to determine what comes across the land. You know that saying: people hear what they want to hear. Okay. We are uh, coming up on a break, and we have a couple minutes left with Assemblyman Don Guardian. If you have a question for him, 609-407-1450, that's our number here. I want to talk to you. You ready? I want to talk to you about property tax relief. Okay. All right, after, yeah. after the break. <laughs> one of one of the favorite subjects in New Jersey. <laughs> 609-407-1450, that's the number here. I'm John DeMassey. More talk with a purpose with Assemblyman Don Guardian after these words. Calling all liberals, Democrats, progressives, wokes, and more. Talk with a purpose on WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM wants you. Talk with a purpose will be holding a series of debates with several of our regular callers and you. Since we don't get many who don't think like us here on the show, we are in search of Democrats, progressives, wokes, those who are on the other side. We'll be having a series of weekly debates with a $100 gift card as a grand prize each week. Believe it or not, we need you because let's face it, we're on the right side of things and you're on the left. Can't say it any plainer than that. If you'd like to participate, please email John DeMassey at JDADV1 at Comcast.net. That's JDADV1 at Comcast.net. Hope to hear from you. 
When it comes to you and your family's financial wellness, there are so many things to talk about. We could go on forever. To help guide you along the way, Joe Yakovich has written a book called The Heart of Your Money, Inspiration for Financial Wellness. In the book, Joe talks about longevity, inflation, retirement surprises, and many other topics. For your free copy of The Heart of Your Money, call the office of Joe Yakovich at JML Financial at 856-751-1771 or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. And you can listen to Joe Yakovich on Saturdays here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM. For over 37 years, Joe Yakovich has been helping families throughout the area navigate the difficulties of a sound financial plan. You'll find Joe's approach to be different and not just the cookie cutter methods that are prevalent in today's world. The path to your financial wellness and or retirement starts with a call to Joe Yakovich at JML Financial Group. 856-751-1771. 856-751-1771. Or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. Joe Yakovich is registered with and securities and investment advisory services are offered through Brokers International Financial Services, LLC, member SIPC. Brokers International Financial Services, LLC is not an affiliated company. The more the barrier. The Greater Hamilton Chamber of Commerce in conjunction with AMI Atlanticare presents the 36th Annual Red, White, and Blueberry Festival. Sunday, June 26th in Hamilton, the blueberry capital of the world. Millions of Blueberries, New Jersey's official state fruit. Blueberry pies, cupcakes, cannoli, buckle, ice cream, and more. Crafters, great food, kitty rides, and the Cruising Classics Car Show. Live music from Stealing Savannah and party with DJ Nikki G. Sunday, June 26th, Hamilton High School grounds just off Route 30 in Hamilton. Free admission, follow signs to free festival parking. The Red, White, and Blueberry Festival brought to you in part by AMI Atlantic Care, NJM Insurance Group, the Rothman Institute, Truist Bank, Adams, Raymond, and Hagen in the community, Aloy Silverstein Group, Atlantic Blueberry, and by Brown and McCarthy Insurance Agencies. Supported in part by a grant from the New Jersey Department of State, the Vision of Travel and Tourism. Sunday, June 26th, the more the barrier. My name is David Dorshu with Recovery Centers of America, and I want to help you find freedom for your addiction to drugs and alcohol today. Here at Recovery Centers of America, located in Mays Landing in South Amboy, New Jersey, we believe that with the right tools and right people by your side, coupled with faith, you can recover. That's why we created Freedom, a Christian-based addiction treatment program designed to strengthen your faith and help you achieve lasting recovery. Our expert team of physicians, clinicians, and nurses will provide you with evidence-based treatment, and our pastors and spiritual advisors will guide you to healing through a fresh connection to God, through Bible studies, prayer, and biblically-based 12-step recovery groups. Don't wait. Call 1-888-RECOVERY today. Your future is so much brighter than you can imagine. The only thing you have to do is ask for help. At Recovery Centers of America, we answer the phone and admit patients 24-7. Call 1-888-RECOVERY today. Back here on Talk of the Purpose, Don Guardian, our guest. He is the Atlantic County Assemblyman. And his office number, he has an office in Atlantic City, also has an office in Linwood, and soon to be EHT, right? Correct. Okay. 609-677-8266 is the number for Assemblyman Guardian. That's his office number. Feel free to call him, and certainly he will get back to you if you leave a message. 
609-677-8266. We have a couple of minutes left of our hour with Assemblyman Guardian and 609-407-1450 is our number here in the studio, 609-407-1450. Every time anyone comes on the show in a position like yours, the question always comes up about property tax relief in New Jersey. Now, I saw where the governor has put out some kind of a rebate. But is there ever going to be property tax relief? Do you do you see anything on the horizon, or is there any discussions so, about this? Clearly, on this one, until the end of a Republican majority in the Assembly and the Senate, I don't think you're going to see long-term uh, tax relief. However, with twelve billion, that would be more money than the state expected when they approved the budget this week. Has to be approved before Friday, otherwise the state shuts down. Um, the the governor is proposing about fifteen hundred dollars for the average family making less than one hundred fifty thousand dollars if you're a property owner, and and something less than half of that if if uh, you're single, and maybe four hundred fifty dollars if you're in an apartment. So everyone's going to see something there. The Republicans are fighting for more going back uh, of that twelve billion dollars because that's where it came from. The property tax owners, Democrats, are not fighting that shouldn't go back because of the uh, terrible uh, loss that they had in the election uh, last year. They know that they've got to be supportive of property tax relief. Uh, One of the uh, concerns that I have is that half of your taxes are used for the school system. So it really needs additional funding from the state that are underwriting the schools because that's where the real property tax uh, costs are. All right, we have uh, a caller we'll get to right before we, you leave, Assemblyman Guardian. Bill is in Brigantine. Bill, good morning. You're on with Assemblyman Don Guardian. Yeah, a w- uh, question and a statement. I um, just wanted to update for the timeline for the smoking ban to take effect in, in the uh, New Jersey casinos. Uh, anything going on behind the scenes that we should know about. And also, uh, back to property tax, I have a lot of friends in Germany. I know in Germany, if you improve your house your taxes go down, which is very unique, and I enjoy that idea a lot. I'll hang up and listen. All right, Bill, thanks a lot for the call. Okay, uh, Bill, on the smoking ban. Yes, on the uh, first one, uh, you know that uh, Vince Palestine and myself and Claire uh, Swift, when we were running, we said we were going to do everything we can to have a smoking ban. We are still there. What I can tell you is that you have a whole lot of assemblymen and senators both Democrats and Republicans that have co-signed onto this bill. So we are waiting for the Senate president and the Speaker of the Assembly to introduce it. Uh, I think they didn't want to introduce this uh, before uh, the uh, funding for the state was approved. Uh, they may dance on this because of uh, elections coming up, but but it's very hard for them to continue to hold it back. More and more people in New Jersey and more and more senators and assembly are agreeing. We, we've banned it everywhere else. Uh, this isn't 40 years ago. We know it's bad. Real quick, the crybabies, the casinos, are saying that it's going to really hurt their business. That, that's just not true. I didn't think so right. either. And, and you, you've seen independent studies tell you that. And I can say, just look at Pennsylvania. The two most profitable casinos are the two casinos that have voluntarily banned smoking. So it's time to, to put the live... And it hasn't hurt them at all, right? It hasn't hurt them at all okay, and things so, like well, that. So, you, you know, the casinos, y- they cry. Yes. <laughs> and, and this one, uh, they, they've got a... Uh, 
uh, Kowto and, and make it safe for the people that uh, are think working there. You think it's going to happen? Yes, absolutely. Uh, so, by when? Um, that's a good question. Okay. Uh, I, you know, I'll call in as I get a better. Yeah, you, yeah, you let me station. know. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I'll, I'll and you're, uh, on the other one yeah. with uh, Germany, he's absolutely right. You make improvements and you actually get a tax break. That's how you have people staying in the homes. And that's how you have 300 year old homes that, that are still there because you make the improvement and you lower taxes. It's an excellent idea. Never going to happen here, though. No, and it's really a shame because we developed their constitution after the war. <laughs> that's Maybe right. The, the, Second World Thanks War. for coming, and always a pleasure to Thank have you, you here on the much, show. John. Don Guardian, appreciate Assemblyman, 609-677-8266 is his office number. And uh, as you say, you can see him biking to his office on the boardwalk in Atlantic City. Thanks again for coming in. Thank All you right. very much. Have a I'm, great weekend. I'm John DeMassey. Hour number two is in the books. Hour number three, oh, a lot of different things to talk about here on the show. Hour number three on the way, and you know what we say. Don't go away. FM and 1450 AM WPTG Atlantic City, WENJHD3 Millville, a Town Square media station. The following program is paid for and presented by John DeMassey. The opinions expressed are not those of Town Square Media or station advertisers. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 presents Talk with a Purpose. Join the conversation by calling 609-407-1450. Now, the host of Talk with a Purpose, John DeMassey. With a purpose. It helps when you turn the mic on, Chris. Hour number three, Talk With a Purpose, every Saturday, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Good to have you with us. And again, thanks to Assemblyman Guardian for coming in and spending some time with us and going over a lot of important issues with the state. And we certainly do appreciate that. 609-407-1450, as per usual, our number here in the studio. And we've got some folks waiting on hold, and we'll get to them. Uh, Matt, Bob, and John, we'll get to you in just a moment. Going to talk about a couple of things in this hour, which we touched on in the first hour. We touched on the Supreme Court overturning Roe v. Wade. But the other one that happened this week is the Supreme Court justices ruled 6-3 to three the other day that Americans are entitled to carry a firearm in public for self-defense. Now, and we've we talked to Assemblyman Guardian about this, and he seems to think that with that ruling, uh, eventually a state Supreme Court will come along here in New Jersey and say, hey, you've got to make some changes to the law. As we've told you many times here on the show, it is virtually impossible to obtain a handgun permit In New Jersey, applicants need to be 21 or older and show that they face specific threats to their life that cannot be avoided by means other than by issuance of a permit to carry. That's part one. Part two is, in New Jersey, applicants need to collect three endorsements from people who can speak to their character and behavior and a certification that shows the applicant as a thorough familiarity with handguns. Good, thank you. Get 
They justified need also makes it nearly impossible to get a permit. The justified need, that's what it's called, makes it virtually impossible. Now, according to Acting Attorney General Matt Platkin, New Jersey Acting Attorney General, he said the Supreme Court ruling struck down the justified need ruling, and he said changes will take place imminently. So as Assemblyman Guardian said, you know, most likely that's going to happen. But my question here is, and this is kind of a sidebar to this, and I, I want to hear what you think. Don't you find this Supreme Court ruling uh, a bit out of character in light of what we've talked about the last few weeks with the rash of mass shootings? We had Uvalde, Texas, and we had Buffalo, and it seems like now once a month we're hearing about a mass shooting. And, and also the record number of homicides in major cities. So I'm just wondering, you know, what what that's going to do. Because here we have the Supreme Court saying that, and now I don't know if you heard this, but the, uh, the House pushed a bipartisan gun bill. Uh, it's waiting for President Biden to sign it. The measure would toughen background checks for the youngest gun buyers, keep firearms from more domestic violence offenders, and help states put in place red flag laws that make it easier for authorities to take weapons from people uh, who are uh, deemed dangerous. And it would also fund local programs for school safety, mental health, and violence prevention. So all of this is on the table. So we've got New Jersey where the attorney general says, well, the justified need ruling is probably going to be taken down or we're going to make changes. You heard Don Guardian say, well, we're, we're probably going to be making some changes uh, based on what the Supreme Court said. Then we have uh, the, the, the House passing a bill that I think it's been the, 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 most, the most accomplished bill, as they said, in 30 years. So we have that. So to me, I'm looking at this and I'm like, wait a minute. Well, well, what are we doing here? The Supreme Court says this, but then the House is putting a bill forth. And so where is this going? And with all the violence and all the, the gun stuff that we're hearing, what are we on the right path here? That's my question. So what do you think? And then later on in the hour, I'm going to propose to you a theory. For those of you who say that I want Ron DeSantis to be president of the United States, well, that's true. I would like I would like to see him. But if Donald Trump runs, I vote for him. I've said that before. But I think Ron DeSantis has a better chance of winning against a formidable and I'm going to propose to you a formidable Democratic candidate. And should that person run? Who do we want to be on the Republican side? That's what we'll propose later on in this hour. 609-407-1450. It is Talk With a Purpose. Every Saturday, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. And I'm John DeMassey. Let's talk to Matt again. Matt and AC. Matt, good morning. Welcome to Talk With a Purpose. Yeah, hey, Coach. Good morning. Uh, how are you? Uh, uh, you I you, hope I didn't freak you out. No, not at all. I freak you out with our call earlier. No, I mean, you, not, you know. not at all. Listen, what you said was a very valid point. 
But the fact of the matter is, as you said, you're here talking to me for a second time, and that's a good thing. So, yeah, yeah you well, didn't. No, you didn't freak me out. Well, listen, I've I've heard worse in my life, Matt. <laughs> I've heard worse. Believe it or not, it's a personal story. It's just a personal story. But you know, my whole point to you was, I believe in my heart and soul that um, ninety nine point nine nine percent of women. If they had a good man backing them, they're going to have that baby. Absolutely. You I know? agree with you. I agree with you. I agree. It's a lot of work. You know this. I mean, we've raised kids. Yeah. We know this. It's a lot of work, you yeah. know, and you need somebody with you, you know? Absolutely right. And, and, and you know, my, my concern with uh, this whole Supreme Court thing is, you know, you talked about it, which is really a great story. Because in the end, you know, someone stepped up to the plate and said, hey, I'm going to take care of this. But, you know, a lot of these young women, particularly, and I'm not picking on minorities, but, you know, Matt, you live in Atlantic City. You you, you see what's around there. I mean, the, the, there's yeah. there's very little parental supervision in a lot of cases. And the, there's yeah. very little attention to detail as far as health care is concerned. They don't even know half of them about birth control. I mean, if you ask, right. you know, if you, you ask basic questions, a lot of them don't even know that. And so they get pregnant and, you know, they have a child and then the government has to support them. And it's just it's just not a good situation. So that's that's my concern about the, this uh, Supreme Court decision. Well, I, I agree 100 percent, thousand percent. Yeah. OK. Second point that yes. you just made. Yes. The Supreme Court, I mean, or the the gun law decision that, listen, you can pass gun laws till you're blue in the face. Yep. I don't care how many gun laws and how strict they are. I can go to, I can go to uptown Atlantic City right now and buy a gun. Right. All right. And not legal. There ain't nobody going to do, right. There ain't nobody, ain't nobody going to do a back about if I'm going to, if I'm going to use it for uh, mal harm on somebody. Nobody's going to do a background check on me. Right. All right. That's where these guns are coming from. I don't care how many, how many gun laws you pass. You can, you can, and short of being China and coming house to house and confiscating everybody's weapons, you can pass as many gun laws as you want. They don't care about laws. That's They're right. lawless. Right. They're going to commit murder. They're, they don't care about your laws. Stop it. It's stupid. It's a, that's 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 a moot debate, is what it is. Well, they okay. do it. They do it, Matt, because it makes them look like they're doing something. And you see all over the news. Well, this is the the strictest gun law in thirty years. This is the most pro progressive gun gun legislation in years. Okay, all right. I, I get that. I mean. You know, I went to the New Jersey New Jersey State Game Warden Service, and I had to go to class for six months in order for me to have my guns. Yeah. All right, and they were not easy on me neither. All right, they're very strict. Okay. Yeah. But these these criminals aren't doing that. They're not doing it. No, of course not. I mean, they're they're going to shoot a bunch of people, throw the gun in the bay. That's it. Yeah. Over with. You know what I mean? Absolutely. But what I so, what I, I like, mean, Matt, what I do like about this uh, bill that, that, that is uh, 
on Biden's desk is that the, the, they're uh, they're restricting a gun purchase to for those uh, under 21 because in in these mass shootings they're you know they they both were kids what 18 years old or 17 years old whatever they were yeah but so so I I mean I like that I think that's very important but Matt thank you for the call again we appreciate it Bob's and Kate May Bob good morning welcome to talk with a purpose. Hey, John, I, I've got to earn my check from my monthly check from the DeSantis campaign and respond to Craig. <laughs> okay. I think, I think, and, and Craig, I think you're a great guy too. You know, we're, we're, we don't need to create a circular firing squad. We really don't because the Trump policies and DeSantis policies for this country, I think, would be virtually the same. Yes. But I am giving credit. Craig is correct. DeSantis had a really rough time in 2018. In fact, he would not have won the Republican nomination without President Trump's endorsement and help. That's right. He he was going to lose to a skillful establishment Republican politician named Adam Putnam. However, 2018 was a rough year for all Republicans. Senator Rick Scott, who was the sitting governor, barely won his race. He won by, I believe, it was less than 1% also. And Rick Scott has millions, not millions, hundreds of millions of dollars at his disposal. Yeah. So that that's, that's and again, we lost the House of Representatives in, in 2018. So it was a rough year for everybody. But yes. luckily, luckily, Governor DeSantis won. And what did he do when he won? Well... Look, he he saved Florida basically. Yeah, and and you know not you know economically, in terms of you know, he brought us unlike the other states in his country. He saved Florida from from economic ruin. It, it, there were some weeks throughout this last year where Florida was responsible for eighty percent of the job growth in this country. Eighty percent, one state. How about that? The the academic achievement in Florida, kids were allowed to go back to school. Schools were not shut down. Florida ranks in the top two in the country in academic achievement. Uh, you know, I can go on and on. There was no rioting do, during the summer of hate in Florida. George Floyd summer. There was no rioting there. No. Why? Because Governor DeSantis quickly enacted legislation that if you came into the state, if you were a BLM or an Antifa troublemaker, you were going to get the book thrown at you. You were looking at 10 years in prison. And he wasn't kidding around. And you know what? They didn't riot in Florida. So, you know, I can go on and on. Oh, yeah, I, 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 I said that to Craig because he was, you know, uh, he, he's often said to me, well, you know, it's like we're against Trump, but we're not against Trump. We are no. saying no. that here's a candidate that is a viable candidate and very likely could win because he doesn't have the baggage that Trump has from the last uh, administration. And, you know, all this January 6th stuff, they're not letting this go. You know, so that's what what you and I have been saying here, and I, I and I was trying so, to point that out to Craig. But but and and really, the last thing, and and really, I pray for this. We do not, as I said, need a circular firing squad. Really, don't. That's the last thing we need. But just a couple other points here. New Ham- the recent New Hampshire poll last year, a very very. Good poll in New Hampshire had President Trump up in the Republican primary. 
by by like something like 49 to DeSantis was at 17. The latest poll just came out. DeSantis is 39. Trump is at 37. How about that? Huh? <laughs> Think about that. <laughs> and and one other thing, you know, the, he's he's going to breeze the victory in this next election in Florida. Oh yeah, absolutely. He's running, absolutely. He's yeah. got a hundred million dollars in his war chest. <laughs> It's a lot oh, of money. Yeah. Listen, we and, are. And we he's, are. He's not going to spend it. No. Go ahead. No, no. Bob, we are prophets, you and I. <laughs> we, well, we, we have predicted the future of this country. <laughs> well, you know, look, I'm, again, it, it's. We don't need to go after each other. We're, we've got a tough enough fight to go that's right. with the socialist Democrats. That's you know, right. That's, that's absolutely what right. I'm trying to point I'm trying to make. That's what that's I've been all. trying to say. And, Bob, always a yep. pleasure. Thank you for the call. John's in Ocean City. John, good morning. Welcome to Talk With a Purpose. Wow, 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 man. I'd like to make two comments about the Second Amendment and also about abortion. Uh, we do live in a different day and age. And the only thing that bothers me, yeah, we do have to make some uh, changes regarding the Second Amendment, but it, it's in the hands of those that never let a good crisis go to waste. And they're never looking out for us. They, they, they're just not. They're looking out for themselves. They're, they're looking out to be reelected. That's all they care about. Now, I am talking about the left, the Democrats. The, it's not the Democrat Party of JFK. I'm sorry, it's not. No. Okay, we're not the Republican Party of uh, Abraham Lincoln. I got you. And you're not the Democrat Party of JFK. Not even close. But um, because we do live in a different day and age, and especially here in Mama and Jay, open carry might not be the swiftest of ideas. However, if someone were to break into your home, and you know what their intentions are, they, they might be there just to steal. They might be a cat burglar, but they might be there for worse, and they get blasted, then you shouldn't have the book thrown at you. And that's that's not right. Uh, that should definitely be altered. But uh, regarding, a, uh, if a doctor were to go uh, use his base in a state that does not permit abortion and use his base and they go into a different state and use the resources of that state that he lives in that does not permit abortion, he shouldn't be allowed to do that. Of course not. Um, regarding uh, Senomix, I always bring it up. I've been bringing it up lately. In capitals, S-E-N-O-M-Y-X. Now, Snopes will tell you they do not use the board of fetal tissue in their flavor-enhancing product uh, formula. It's called HEC-293, H-E-K-293. It is a cell line. It's made from the kidney cell tissues of an aborted fetus. And Senomix does use HEC-293. What it's is it, John? Excitable. It enhances the f- What is it? It's H-E-K-293. But what is it? It is. It is. It. What is it? Can you tell us it, what it, it is? It. It's cell line. It's made from aborted fetal tissue. Yeah. It's. It's actually. It's. 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 It's chemical. It's. A, it's not all synthetic. It's synthetic, but it's also uh, organic. All right. Put it this way: If they use cell line from a, a racist monkey. You know, I wouldn't stop using the product. Don't talk about it while I'm eating, thank you very much, but I'd still use it. But it's, it's, it's synthetic. It's a th- synthetic chemical, but it also uses organic cell line. So it's not altogether synthetic. And Cinemex does use it as a flavor excitable. And name brand sodas, name brand foods, name brand coffees. They even use it in a certain spring water. I won't bring the names up, but you can look it up for yourself. But that's a universal reason why we should be against abortion. And I got news for you. If we don't take our country back in this decade, it's all over. Thanks. All right, John. Thanks a lot for the call. Boy, I tell you what, one thing about John's calls, you always learn something. <laughs> 609-407-1450. It is Talk With a Purpose. Saturdays, 9 till noon. WPG Talk Radio 95.5, and I'm John DeMassey, 609-407-1450. Coming up on a break, after the break, Greg and Dan, and maybe you, at 609-407-1450. And we're going to propose to you a potential 
Democratic nominee for president of the United States in 2024. No, not Joe Biden. Come on. Are you kidding me? He's not going to make it till, you know, may not make it till 2024. I'm John DeMassey. More talk with a purpose after these words. Calling all liberals, Democrats, progressives, wokes, and more. Talk with a purpose on WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM wants you. Talk with a purpose will be holding a series of debates with several of our regular callers and you. Since we don't get many who don't think like us here on the show, we are in search of Democrats, progressives, wokes, those who are on the other side. We'll be having a series of weekly debates with a $100 gift card as a grand prize each week. Believe it or not, we need you because let's face it, we're on the right side of things and you're on the left. Can't say it any plainer than that. If you'd like to participate, please email John DeMassey at JDADV1 at Comcast.net. That's JDADV1 at Comcast.net. Hope to hear from you. Joe Yakovich is registered with and securities and investment advisory services are offered through Brokers International Financial Services, LLC, member SIPC. Brokers International Financial Services, LLC is not an affiliated company. When it comes to you and your family's financial wellness, there are so many things to talk about. We could go on forever. To help guide you along the way, Joe Yakovich has written a book called The Heart of Your Money, Inspiration for Financial Wellness. In the book, Joe talks about longevity, inflation, retirement surprises, and many other topics. For your free copy of The Heart of Your Money, call the office of Joe Yakovich at JML Financial at 856-751-1771 or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. And you can listen to Joe Yakovich Saturdays here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM. For over 37 years, Joe Yakovich has been helping families throughout the area navigate the difficulties of a sound financial plan. You'll find Joe's approach to be different and not just the cookie-cutter methods that are prevalent in today's world. The path to your financial wellness and or retirement starts with a call to Joe Yakovich at JML Financial Group. 856-751-1771. 856-751-1771. Or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. If you're interested in driving one of the finest automobiles on the market today, then you'll want to check out all of the fabulous new and pre-owned Lexus at Lexus of Atlantic City. Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. Driving a Lexus is like no other vehicle on the market. Test drive one for yourself at Lexus of Atlantic City. Whether it's new or pre-owned, you'll be more than satisfied. In fact, Lexus is consistently number one when it comes to customer satisfaction. Visit Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. Or you can check Check out their outstanding selection of new, pre-owned, and L-certified pre-owned vehicles on their website, LexusofAtlanticCity.com. That's LexusofAtlanticCity.com. Or, if you want more information, call 609-641-0008. Lexus of Atlantic City, now celebrating their 26th year in the area. A dealership that you'll enjoy. No pressure, no gimmicks, no hassle, no hype. Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. And remember, always online at LexusofAtlanticCity.com.
The More the Barrier, the Greater Hamilton Chamber of Commerce in conjunction with AMI Atlanticare presents the 36th Annual Red, White and Blueberry Festival. Sunday, June 26th in Hamilton, the blueberry capital of the world. Millions of blueberries, New Jersey's official state fruit. Blueberry pies, cupcakes, cannoli, buckle, ice cream and more. Crafters, great food, kitty rides and the Cruising Classics Car Show. Live music from Stealing Savannah and party with DJ Nikki G. Sunday, June 26th, Hamilton High School grounds just off Route 30 in Hamilton. Free admission, follow signs to free festival parking. The Red, White, and Blueberry Festival, brought to you in part by AMI Atlantic Care, NJM Insurance Group, the Rothman Institute, Truist Bank, Adams, Raymond, and Hagen in the community, Aloy Silverstein Group, Atlantic Blueberry, and by Brown and McCarthy Insurance Agencies. Supported in part by a grant from the New Jersey Department of State, the Vision of Travel and Tourism. Sunday, June 26th, the more the barrier. Back here on Talk With a Purpose, don't forget, if you would like to listen to any of our shows at any time, we have this wonderful invention called podcasts. And what you do is you Google John DeMassey Podcasts, and you can listen anytime to any of our shows. You can listen to all of them if you like. There's uh, over 100, what is it, about 115 now, Chris? Maybe more? Yeah, something like that. So you can listen anytime. Just Google John DeMassey Podcasts. They all come up, and you can listen at your leisure. And we appreciate it. Talk with the Purpose is the show. Saturdays, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Before I get to uh, Greg, Dan, and DJ, uh, I wanted to run this by you and, and how this came about. Is I was having a discussion with my best friend who's coming to visit uh, after the 4th of July. By the way, the 4th of July is next weekend, believe it or not. Summer's flying by already. So we're having a conversation, and he lives in Florida. And, of course, the subject of Ron DeSantis comes up. And everybody that I know who has a residence in Florida, and you heard Bob always talk about him, loves Ron DeSantis. And we were talking about it, and and I said, you know... What I've been talking about on my show, because he always asked me, you know, what's kind of the things that we're talking about. And I said, I've been talking about Ron DeSantis as a viable candidate for uh, the Republican nominee for president in 24. And he said, yeah, you're right. I said, I like it. And I said, who would run? Who would run on the Democratic side? Who would be a bona fide, genuine candidate who could win for the Democrats. Think about it for a second. And he came up with a name, and I said to myself, you know what? That's it. That's the one that you should be afraid of. And who do you think that person is? None other than Michelle Obama. Now, now you're saying, wait a minute, come on, John. You know what? What are you, what are you crazy? No, think about it. I'm not talking about political mind. I'm not talking about, you know. Uh, listen, how many magazine covers was she on? Uh, and even after President Obama left office, she was still on magazine covers. Could you see this now? Michelle Obama running for president, and here's Oprah with ten specials on Michelle Obama. I mean, Oprah's network is going to have, I'll bet you it's all, all Michelle Obama all the time on Oprah's network. I mean, it, just, it would just be, talk about the darling of the liberals. Could you see that? Really? 
And that's why I say to you, if they put up somebody like that, it doesn't matter. Look, it doesn't matter who would be a better president. Because in the minds of, I'm going to be very honest with you, those dopes that voted for Murphy in New Jersey and those dopes that voted for Biden. And let's face it, everybody that, that I talked to about, oh, you voted for Trump? Yeah, I did. Oh, I, I, I couldn't stand him, so I voted for the other guy. Why? Because you couldn't stand Trump? You, you understand what I'm saying? So if Trump runs and it's Michelle Obama, no shot. No shot for Trump. Because all MSNBC, NBC, CNBC, CNN, it's going to be, oh, every, every word is going to be covered. And... Even Ron DeSantis may have trouble beating someone like that. That's my thought. What do you think? 609-407-1450. Greg is in Abseekin. Greg, good morning. Welcome to Talk with a Purpose. Mr. Vassy, good morning. Morning, sir. Uh, this is going to sound like ancient history, but <laughs> okay. it seems like it's it seems like 100 years. One man caused the mess that this country is in right now. Okay. And I think it's time for the two bodies of the House and the Senate to come to the conclusion that they have got to impeach him. And what looms in our future is impeachment number two and impeachment number three. They could set a precedent that's never been done before. If they're not willing to change what this guy has started, they're going to be impeached, too. That's the only way it's going to get solved. You mean uh, you're talking about because Biden? Right now, you're talking about Biden? I'm talking about Biden, Harris, and Pelosi. Yeah. Impeach all three if it's necessary. It has to change. Uh, I'm more concerned about the country for two years yet, or two years plus. Yeah. And I don't think we're going to make it. Not at this rate. Well. Our enemies are just smacking their lips. Because they see how weak this individual really is. Oh, he. There's no question. He he's not all there, Greg. He. I mean, you could see That's that. He, 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 it's it's sad to say, but I mean, he's he's not he's not all there. He really isn't. And you know, it's a good thought, Greg. But you know, that would take a lot to impeach three people. You're right. I agree with you. Biden should be impeached. I mean, he has ruined this country. I mean, ruined in in a short period of time. And I, I agree with you also. We got another two years of this. I mean, are we going to make it? So I, I it, it's just something that I don't think so. No, I you know, it, it's something that, you know, if it was Trump, though, right away, impeach him, impeach him. But but this guy, he should be impeached just for the bad moves that he's made. But that it'll never happen, Greg, because. The, the liberals and the wokes and the progressives, they love him, uh, not because they love him, but because he's not Trump. Greg, thanks for the call. <sighs> Friend of mine just texted me. He said, Trump would crush Michelle Obama. She hates this country. Well, that's why we have this show, because we have varying opinions on, on these kind of things. But I, I, I just I don't know. I, I just 
listen, at this point, <laughs> Greg said impeach him. Great. If that happened, great. I don't see it happening, but I just want this guy out of there. Dan is in Linwood. Dan, good morning. Welcome to Talk for the Purpose. Your observation is correct. You got to remember that Michelle Obama is going to start with 230 electoral votes before anything. Right. Just like Hillary lost with, that's what she's going to start with. Right. So that's not a that's not a big climb to get another 40 votes. No. All she needs is Pennsylvania. That's right. She needs Pennsylvania, Michigan, and uh, she's on her way. If she wins Wisconsin, that's it. You know, the way they talk about her, Dan, it's like she's the greatest thing since bubblegum. I mean, come on now. I mean, what, 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 what does she accomplish? Other than she's she's black and she was the first lady of the first African-American president. What, what, I, she's a lawyer. Well, yeah, okay. Let's look, yeah. Let's look at it this way. She had a... She had a three three hundred ninety five thousand dollar job in the uh, hospital system in uh, in Illinois. They went in basically to the White House with no money, and they walked out with a hundred million. So yeah. you figured out. Hey, I I want to sign up for that job. What do you think? Well, look at look at Biden. Here's a guy. I'm the poorest senator in over the last years. I make one hundred and seventy four thousand. Okay, how'd you buy the Dupont Mansion and a beach house and three other houses? Yeah, how'd you do that? Yeah, you didn't sell any books. Nobody wants to hear you speak. You had no income besides that. Yeah. So you got to tell me how you how you bought a four million dollar mansion with one hundred and seventy four thousand dollar income. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> then uh, the other thing I wanted to do. Well, your good observation about DeSantis and Trump. Either one will be a great president. But I like Trump for four years, DeSantis for eight. Yeah. And then we can straighten a few things out. As uh, far as the impeachment talk, the uh, your caller before me, Greg. Yeah. Greg, there are not and there will never be two-thirds of senators who will vote Biden out once he is impeached. No. He will right. not be convicted. No. He will not be convicted nope. of the Senate. That's a fantasy. Nope. He will not. Absolutely right. Absolutely and right. And about the smoking ban, John, I mean, I probably inhaled more smoke in the casinos in 35 years than most people live in. So, yeah. but I'll, I'll, I'll speak to it this way. It is an economic thing, but if Don Guardian wants to do it, here's the speech he should make. The, in uh, stipulate for me, I'll ask you a question. Was there a smoking ban? Uh, was there? Yes, no. there is a smoking ban, correct? Uh, uh, no, I don't believe there is. Jersey, oh, yeah, there's a smoking ban in Jersey, but not in the casinos. Right, but the language in the smoking ban was very passionate. Yes. was very complete, and it got passed. Yes. So the strength of the... All you need to do is read the ban, and the strength and the passion of the ban, and then you'll realize that the exemptions are untenable. Yes. Under the, under the 10th, and especially the 14th Amendment, because... It's equal protection. Right. John DeMassey's a bartender in Summers Point. Right. John DeMassey gets protected. John DeMassey gets protected. He doesn't have to breathe smoke, but the guy in the casino dealing has to. Right. So would you call that equal protection? No. No. No, you're well, right. Under the Constitution, the government, the state government will pass no law that doesn't provide equal protection. Well, miner in West, West Virginia and the southern part has the same protection as in West Virginia in the northern part. Right. That's right. Whatever protections 
you would you uh, put out there has to be equal protection. Right. And simple. Yeah. Uh, Dan, thanks for the call. And how many times has Seth Grossman come on here and said, well, this is the state constitution doesn't allow that. Like when they don't pass the budget, state constitution doesn't allow that. And here we go again. What Dan was just talking about here. Talk with the purpose of the show, Saturdays 9 till noon, WPG, Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassey. We have DJ in Summers Point. We'll get to him after the break, and maybe we'll talk to you at 609-407-1450. Back with more Talk with the Purpose after these words. In these unusual economic times, do you wonder what to do with your money? If you have questions about retirement planning, IRAs, 401ks, tax planning, or any other type question, then listen to The Heart of Your Money. Heard every Saturday from 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM. Featuring noted author and financial expert Joe Yakovich. The Heart of Your Money will focus on you, your family, and the best ways for you to navigate your financial portfolio. That's every Saturday, 8 a.m. to 9 a.m., The Heart of Your Money with Joe Yakovich here on WPG, Talk Radio 95.5 FM, South Jersey's talk station. My name is David Dorshu with Recovery Centers of America, and I want to help you find freedom for your addiction to drugs and alcohol today. Here at Recovery Centers of America, located in Mays Landing in South Amboy, New Jersey, we believe that with the right tools and right people by your side, coupled with faith, you can recover. That's why we created Freedom, a Christian-based addiction treatment program designed to strengthen your faith and help you achieve lasting recovery. Our expert team of physicians, clinicians, and nurses will provide you with evidence-based treatment, and our pastors and spiritual advisors will guide you to healing through a fresh connection to God. Through Bible studies, prayer, and biblically-based 12-step recovery groups. Don't wait. Call 1-888-RECOVERY today. Your future is so much brighter than you can imagine. The only thing you have to do is ask for help. At Recovery Centers of America, we answer the phone and admit patients 24-7. Call 1-888-RECOVERY today. Fireworks, 4th of July, and B.F. Mazio. That's a winning combination. B.F. Mazio can help you prepare for your big barbecue with a custom order of holiday sides and salads. B.F. Mazio features the finest fresh fruit and produce you'll find anywhere. Plus, baked goods, prepared foods, gourmet specialties, and more. B.F. Mazio, best of the press, seven years in a row for gift and fruit baskets. You can order online at bfmazio.com or in person at 601 New Road in Northfield. Happy birthday, America, from B.F. Mazio. Your WPG Talk Radio 95.5 AccuWeather forecast for South Jersey. This afternoon, hazy sunshine, a high of 89. Tonight, clear to partly cloudy, low 67. Sunny to partly cloudy on Sunday, high 89. Monday will be overcast and more humid with showers and thunderstorms for a high of 80. I'm AccuWeather's Chris Morelli on WPG Talk Radio. 95.5. Back here on Talk With a Purpose, I always like to give out my email. You can email me during the week at any time. JDADV1 at Comcast.net. JDADV1 at Comcast.net. Feel free to email me anything you like. Pro or con, always happy to hear from you and uh, certainly will respond. JDADV1 at comcast.net and you can follow us on facebook at talk with a purpose that's our facebook address at talk with a purpose and that's our show talk with a purpose every saturday nine till noon wpg talk radio 95.5 
Let's go to the phones. DJ's in Summers Point. DJ, good morning. Welcome to Talk with a Purpose. How you doing, John? Good. How you doing, DJ? Uh, you know, just a, the uh, the average week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nothing happening. Always, always something. Yeah, always something to talk about. Right. You know. A uh, couple things on this uh, abortion thing being overturned. Yes. It, and, I, and I stress for people that just don't don't get it, don't understand. And there's a lot of people out there that don't understand that. that on your station every night. Listen to Mark Levin. All right, and he's he's got education for dummies. Okay, he'll explain what's going on, and even the dumbest of persons will understand what's going on. Right. All right. That's a little plug for Mark Levin and your radio station. Thank you. As far as the abortion, as far as the abortion thing goes, all right. Now, abortions are still going to want to go on. New Jersey, you're still going to have your drive-through abortion, right? Get with child, just pull in. You'll be out of there in, you know, a half hour, an hour. You're still going to get your abortion. Other states, it's not going to be as easy. All right, and there has to be compromise, all right, by both the pro, right, and the anti. Yes. To make it work in the states. I agree, I agree. If you don't do that, we're going to be having this conversation forever and ever and ever. Right. So... If you want to get something done, work with your legislators because that's where it's going to happen. That's right. Plain and simple. That's right. All right. So everybody put on their big boy pants and act like adults because what I'm seeing in the street, what a terrible waste of a day, right? Going out in the street, blocking traffic. Yeah. Holding up signs. Get a life. Yeah. What's that going to do? Get a life. What what is that going to do? Oh, Well, you know, I have some really cool comments, but I can't say them on the radio. <laughs> I figured that. <laughs> I, I I always wonder that. Like I saw, did you see um, yesterday, DJ? All the TV stations, all the local TV stations, sending reporters to Washington outside the Supreme Court. Oh, well, here people are protesting. What is that going to do? The Supreme Court is going to go. Let's go back in because the people didn't like our decision. I mean, how stupid is that? You're right. Wasting time. When. The- Listen to me. When the Supreme Court makes a ruling, that's it. You know what I did for a living? Yeah. Sometimes we had decisions from the court. You just said, okay, now what are we going to do? All right, how do we address it? No matter what the decision was, search, seizure, et cetera, et cetera. And you deal with it. Yes, exactly. What I saw in the crowd, and and you adapt. You have to adapt. Right. And what I saw yesterday... The early on is I saw a lot of young people out there that were very thrilled that this decision was kicked to the curb. The road in way was kicked to the curb. Yeah. They were young, holding up signs, right? Okay. It all wasn't one sided. You had a you know, a mix. To me it almost looked like fifty fifty. Yes. All right. You know, for or against the decision. And that's just the way it works. Right. All right. And here's, here's the funny thing. People really don't know this. Well, how could the Supreme Court overturn itself? And I'm not making this up. In the history of the United States Supreme Court, the Supreme Court has reversed itself at least 300 times Yeah, on decisions that they made. Not three times, not six, right? 
not 50, not 100, 300 times on various issues. And that's what you do. Yeah. Right? If you, have, if you don't like something, you keep going uh, to a court to try to get them to change their mind. Exactly right. And that's, that's every court, DJ. That's every court in every state in this country. I mean, they're, they're, that's the way it works. Right. Exactly right. There's a there's appeals courts and then there's higher courts and all this stuff. I mean, uh, you know, when you, you go right, you, you, you go, you go as far as you can go. That's it. Right. And and you go in there with a different argument. Right. Just like a guy that's on death row. Right. Yeah. They keep going back with a different argument. That's how it works. All right. And as far as this gun law stuff, that decision wasn't, oh, now you can just strap on a gun and walk outside your house. No, you can't. No. All that did was just said that you cannot have, people do not have to demonstrate a particular need for carrying a gun in order to get a license. That's out the window. All right? Yeah. But what's still in play and this is from the justices, all right? States can still require people to get a license to carry a gun. Yes. All right? You have to go get a, right? You can put conditions, fingerprinting, background checks, and you can health, mental health stuff, training and firearms handling, all right? And the laws, especially when you can use use of force. Yeah. Right? Because there's situations where you can, of course, and then... There's one that you can't, and you better get schooled and educated. So that particular thing was thrown out, and New Jersey will have to adapt. Yes, they will. All right, but they're not—they're not going to be handing out these permits to carry. You know, like it's—you know—no big deal. But you're going to have to go through uh, uh, a process, and if you're so inclined and you have a deep desire to have want to carry a gun. And you'll follow it through. And some people will say, well, I don't want to go through all that. And decide, yeah, it's not worth the effort. And they and won't. You know, some, John. Yeah, they won't get it. They, and they won't get the permit. Right. They won't get it. And then well, people have this, I got to carry a gun. I got to carry a gun. After I retired, uh, law enforcement retired officers can carry a weapon. You got to go through uh, you know, the application every year. You have to go through a mental a uh, health thing, you know, they can do a background on me yeah, or any retirement, right. you know, mental check. All right. And you send in your thing. You got to go qualify twice a year, every six months. But you know what? I got my permit every year. I got my new permit. I got a nice little picture carried in my wallet. And I probably in 20 some years, I rarely took my weapon out of my house. In fact, I can't go over probably uh, five times that I actually felt I had to carry a gun. Hmm. Well, I just didn't. Yeah, feel that. I didn't feel that threatened. I didn't feel that threatened, right? I didn't want to feel the, being encumbered. I did all. Oh, I got a gun. I got to watch myself. All right, this, that, and the other thing. I had the permit. Just really never used it, and. Uh, Things are going to change a little bit. Yeah, I think they I, are. I yeah, New Jersey, New Jersey is still going to be. It's still going to be tight. Yeah, I, I I think so too. But uh, DJ, thanks for the call. the The ruling was uh, the Supreme Court justices six three 
Americans are entitled to carry a firearm in public for self-defense. And as DJ said, well, you know, there's, there's going to still be state laws, obviously. But that's what the ruling was. So it seems to me that in New Jersey, that right to carry, that, that that's going to probably be amended. And you heard Don Guardian say earlier that the chances are that will. Talk for the purposes of the show, Saturdays, 9 till noon, WPG. Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassey. Coming up on our final break in the morning. And then after the break, we have Wayne and Bill. And maybe we can get one more in there if you want to chime in on what we're talking about here. Michelle Obama as the Democratic candidate. No, it's not official. I'm just hypothesizing here on the show. Uh, The gun law, the uh, abortion situation, all on the table today here on the show. And I want to just touch on the casinos, and I hope there is no strike. Next weekend's July 4th weekend. What's the last thing we need in the number one weekend of the year that we have a strike, casino worker strike? I hope not. I'm John DeMassey. Final thoughts on today's Talk with a Purpose after these words. East Coast Roofing and Siding. Hi, I'm Larry Styler. And I'm Sean Styler. In our ever-changing economy, we certainly understand the need for homeowners to watch their spending. But your home is not a place to cut corners. When you're in need of roofing, siding, or windows, place your trust in East Coast for our certified services and installations. Our GAF, Masterly Contractor Status, provides assurance that you're dealing with a reputable company that can provide you quality roofing products and lifetime warranties. Our certainteed five-star contractor status ensures you'll get the professional siding job that you deserve. Faithfully serving South Jersey since 1979, we can offer you financing options that can help get your project started sooner. So call us now at 609-625-1900 or visit us at eastcoastroofing.com to schedule your free consultation today. If you'll call, we'll show up. East Coast Roofing and Siding. Trust us with your family and home. When it comes to you and your family's financial wellness, there are so many things to talk about. We could go on forever. To help guide you along the way, Joe Yakovich has written a book called The Heart of Your Money, Inspiration for Financial Wellness. In the book, Joe talks about longevity, inflation, retirement surprises, and many other topics. For your free copy of The Heart of Your Money, call the office of Joe Yakovich at JML Financial at 856-751-1771 or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. And you can listen to Joe Yakovich on Saturdays here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM. For over 37 years, Joe Yakovich has been helping families throughout the area navigate the difficulties of a sound financial plan. You'll find Joe's approach to be different and not just the cookie cutter methods that are prevalent in today's world. The path to your financial wellness and or retirement starts with a call to Joe Yakovich at JML Financial Group. 856-751-1771. 856-751-1771. Or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. Joe Yakovich is registered with and securities and investment advisory services are offered through Brokers International Financial Services, LLC. Member SIPC. Brokers International Financial Services, LLC is not an affiliated company.
The More the Barrier, the Greater Hamilton Chamber of Commerce in conjunction with AMI Atlanticare presents the 36th Annual Red, White and Blueberry Festival, Sunday, June 26th in Hamilton, the blueberry capital of the world. Millions of blueberries, New Jersey's official state fruit, blueberry pies, cupcakes, cannoli, buckle, ice cream and more. Crafters, great food, kitty rides and the Cruising Classics Car Show. Live music from Stealing Savannah and party with DJ Nikki G. Sunday, June 26th, Hamilton High School Ground just off Route 30 in Hamilton. Free admission, follow signs to free festival parking. The Red, White, and Blueberry Festival brought to you in part by AMI Atlantic Care, NJM Insurance Group, the Rothman Institute, Truist Bank, Adams, Raymond, and Hagen in the community, Aloy Silverstein Group, Atlantic Blueberry, and by Brown and McCarthy Insurance Agencies. Supported in part by a grant from the New Jersey Department of State, the Vision of Travel and Tourism. Sunday, June 26th, the more the barrier. And we're back here on Talk with a Purpose real quick. Next weekend, 4th of July weekend, the biggest weekend at the Shore all summer. And the casino workers have authorized the union to strike. <laughs> I mean... I'm in favor of fair wages. Look, uh, I'm reading some stories about casino workers and some of the people in housekeeping, and they cut back on some housekeeping, and, you know, they're not really making a fair wage, and they should be making more. I get that, and I'm all for that. But there's a time and a place to strike. And July 4th weekend in Atlantic City, when you want to put the real kibosh to tourism, on the number one weekend of the summer, I don't think it's a good idea. I really don't. I think you should use that that threat as any good negotiator would, but I just, I, I, I hope they don't. I hope they get this settled. So just wanted to comment on that. Wayne is in Abseek, and Wayne, good morning. You're on Talk With a Purpose. Hey, John, good morning. How you doing, Wayne? Well, listen, I, was, uh, I heard Don Gordian earlier, and somebody brought up, you know, uh, property taxes and how they're too high. Yes. And we all know that uh, the majority of property taxes go to fund the uh, schools. Yes. And he gave the same old answer he's been giving for as long as I've been listening to him. We need to change the state funding formula so we get more money down here. That is so old. It is so worn out. It it makes me crazy. But here's here's my idea, John. Okay. Other states with much lower property taxes do not fund their educational system with property taxes. Zero property taxes go to fund their school systems. They have other ways to fund their school systems. I haven't researched this lately. I used to be pretty on top of it. I'll have to look at it again. Look, if people want a drastic change in their property taxes, we need a drastic way to change the way we fund our educational systems. Oh, I agree. Get rid of the property tax funding. Find a different way to fund the schools like other states do, a lot of other states do. Maybe then something will change. Yeah, and Wayne, thanks a lot for the call. Appreciate it. And the other thing that Don said was, you know, it's not going to happen while the Democrats are in control of the of the legislature in New Jersey. And I agree with that. Bill is in Ocean City. Bill, good morning. Welcome to Talk of the Purpose. Welcome. Real quick, uh, the courts decided that 
the right to bear arms is established in our U.S. Constitution, so it applies to everyone in the nation. Right. And there's no right to abortion in our Constitution, so that goes back to the states. Right. But the Constitution also says that anyone born in the United States is a citizen of the United States in the state in which they reside. Now, there are tens of thousands of people alive today who survived failed abortions and were born alive. And there's probably as many or more who survived a failed abortion but were left to die. So I think any um, state who, is, who uh, establishes abortion law should be compelled to protect those children who survived failed abortions because they're citizens. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, definitely. If they're citizens and they were born here, Absolutely. They, they deserve that. That's their right, isn't it? I mean, isn't that their constitutional right? I, that's how I, that's yeah. how I would see I, it because I, they're, yeah. born, they're born here, so they're citizens, and it should not be the right of anyone to just neglect them and, and let them. But I think that's, that's uh, done too often. I think there's a national born alive law, but I'm not sure how well it's enforced. And that guy Gosnell in Philly or wherever he was, who was killing children after they survived an abortion. There's evidence yeah. of that. That's yeah. one of the reasons he's in prison. That's right. And I wonder across the nation how many times, like the Virginia governor said, well, we'll have a conversation. What do we do? Well, it's established that they're citizens. You'll protect them and take care of them to the best of your ability. That's right. And I think that has to be a key issue as a start for abolishing abortions altogether. Because I think even at conception, you're a human life. That deserves protection. Well, that's a, a, a very interesting point. And, Bill, thanks for the call to end the show on. I, I'm, uh, you know, I'm for women having the right, should they choose. And it should be an absolute last resort. That's what I say, an absolute last resort. Better education on birth control, uh, just better education in general. And with that, we wrap up another edition of Talk With a Purpose. Thanks to Don Gardy and Assemblyman for coming in. Thanks to Chris Coleman, Program Director and Producer, doing his usual perfect job. And thanks to you for listening. Without you, we don't have a show. It's that simple. I'm John DeMassey. Have a great week. Do it all over again next Saturday. Talk With a Purpose, 9 till noon. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. You take care.